0: You're listening to a Cool Truth Podcast Production.
1: RetroMania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a moonsalt media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact Retromania Podcast at gmail.com. Music Fast on a rough road, riding high through the mountains, climbing, twisting, turning, further from my
2: home.
1: Young like a new moon rising fierce.
2: All right, what's
3: up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth, baby, we are back. Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We're going to get into some uh Impact Rebellion tonight. We're going to break down some dynamite. Unfortunately, the <laughs> Professor, the wild thing is not with us. Uh as you heard a few weeks ago, he's preparing for some uh medical procedures, the murmur, you know, the whole thing. The murmur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we wish him well, and he'll be back with us soon. And uh, all best wishes to our boy, uh, Mr. Whitehouse. There, we love you, buddy. Absolutely. But with me, you could hear him. Uh, you could hear him already. The executive producer, the Hollywood writer himself, Blading for true soul, and the one and only Hollywood, Jeff Edwards, my brother. A duo. It's been a while. You it's and been I. A while. Yeah. How are you, my friend?
0: I'm I'm good. I'm good. Shout out, White House. You heal up and get better. We're gonna give you some, some wrestling talk, White House, to get Let's you through see. your week. Let's give make... them some content. Yeah, some content. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, it's been a while since it's been the two of you, the two yeah, of us, man.
3: Two of us dude. it. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. We were talking about it before we came on, and I was like, bro,
0: I'm like, we haven't done the two of us. It's like two
3: thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man, dude, dude. You know, you know, like when. It's it, I know it's super cliche, but fuck it. Like when you're kids and everybody's like, as you get older, time goes by. Yeah, it. And you're just you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, old guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
3: It is so true. Oh, it is,
0: man. man. It really is.
3: Um, so we we're gonna get together last week and we uh uh some technical difficulties. So mm, we're mm-hmm. back this week, but uh while while uh, White House is on the mend, we uh we plan on giving you some content and uh Talking some wrestling Uh, before we get into the uh, rebellion uh, by impact, which I thought was a good show. uh, Where's your head out head at with pro wrestling now? Um, How you feeling, brother? I mean, last time we talked, we were kind of, you know, we lost some hope in WWE. Um, You know, uh, obviously, uh, New Japan's hit or miss. ROH is what it is now. And uh we're kind of, you know, kind of morphing back to that uh AEW Dynamite breakdown show and maybe some Impact, but uh where's your hat with where, where's your head at with pro wrestling now?
0: Yeah, so I'm in a weird spot, man, because usually watching WWE over the past uh now I guess 7ish years, 8 years that we've been podcasting, usually it's like a slow burn of getting out of WWE, right? I'm not saying I'm out of WWE, but I was so up WrestleMania weekend. And then with Vince coming back and the Cody thing. And now I'm just like, like I fell off a cliff of WWE. I'm still into it, like I said, but it's not what it was a month ago. (laughs) And you could see it, you know. And now, you know, you turn on AEW and we're going to get to this. But I was watching Dynamite at first. I liked the show. I liked what they were attempting to do with the style that they were doing it in. It felt a little different. We'll mm-hmm. get into it. But then when I texted you that and you were like, oh, this sucks. Oh, this sucks. Oh, this sucks because you're watching <laughs> it after me. Then I started thinking, wait a minute, maybe it wasn't that good. Uh, yeah, but, dude, I it just I, I, I kind
3: of get I got where you were coming from.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But I also was like every time I started to like enjoy it. They gave you like a what the fuck moment, like yeah. a legit yeah. WTF moment. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's funny not to get off the rails here and change the subject, but you just brought it up. I, I actually have a this is a weird, a weird way of knowing how long we've been podcasting together. But we started podcasting together right around the time a orange fellow came down the uh, golden escalator there. And if you think about it, I August know. of this year, that is eight years ago.
0: Holy shit. Spe- holy. Speaking of time flying. <laughs> holy shit.
3: Unbelievable. And and you know what's funny is like when we first started Cool Truth back then, and, you know, maybe there's an old school listener out there who knows. Joe White, shout out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, uh, you know, we used to, we did wrestling, but we also, we talked football, we talked. Politics, whatever, yeah, yeah. and I we did a show, and it was we talked about Trump. You're right, right when that happened, yeah, and and that was I, I mean I remember myself. I I honestly don't remember what your take was then, but I remember myself. I remember we were talking about it, and I was just like, dude, like I just don't think this guy could be presidential. That's you right. You know what yes. I mean? And yes. I, I I always remember thinking that. And I, I mean, I know I don't want to get into the whole thing. I know my turning point with Trump when it was and the whole thing. Yep. And I and I know how I feel about him now. And a lot of things changed and whatever, whatever. That's okay. you know, that's for another show. But point being was like when you brought that up, like it just hit me like a drum. Mm. We, we did a summer of. Unfortunately, Dusty and, uh, and Roddy Piper and dying Piper. in yes. the same summer, which is horrible, which yes. is what kind of brought us together. Yes. Uh, in a sense. And then the Trump thing. We also had, <laughs> we used to destroy Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I
3: know, uh, I know for you, for you newer fans out there, this is a little walked out memory lane, but it's for fun. And, and, you know, think about it. It's eight years later.
4: And as, to tie this back into wrestling, I think.
3: Wrestling's evolved a bit, and I'm not sure if it's for the better, though. You know, when you go back to when we first started doing all this, and WWE, we, we did a ton of shows on the ratings, and, you know, they're in the twos all the time now, and everybody's like, oh, it's really good. And we, yeah. I remember they were in the threes then. And we used to do shows like, how low can it go? <laughs> Degrees of bad, like... Can you really see them dropping under a two? And now how many times have they dropped under a two? Not a ton of times now. we Like, we could, back then, we couldn't even fathom where wrestling is at right now, ratings-wise. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy, you know? And I know in the, in the circles we, in, in the friendship circles we're in, and in uh, the things we follow, like wrestling still seems like a big deal. But mainstream-wise, I just don't know. Um, Aside from a few characters, it's really uh, lost a lot of its luster, unfortunately, uh, in the last few years. And WWE is at a crossroads right now. And I don't want to say if it's good or bad, this Endeavor deal. Now, the bad side of it, you would say, you know, they're going to cut $50 million or more in spending. Uh, that's probably going to mean roster cuts and everybody looks at that as a bad thing, but you even brought this up in a text. If you look what endeavors done with the UFC profitability wise, um, they might be in really good hands. So it's interesting, but what does that mean for pro wrestling?
0: Yeah, this is, you know, this brought up a conversation this week with myself and DJ Stames shout mm -hmm. out. I know, I know he's listening. Uh, Another one of
3: our our original listeners.
0: Yep, he's an OG. Uh, He was talking to me about TNA, the old TNA roster. Mm -hmm. And we went on a discussion about how back in the day, you had AJ Daniels and Joe in that infamous X Division match and how those guys were the young up-and-comers. And And we talked about how, well, if they were the young up-and-comers, Why didn't they ever rebuild the pile? Who was at the top when they were the young up-and-comers? And we came up with names like Kurt Angle, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Mm -hmm. um, Jeff Hardy came in. And then, of course, you had Bully with the Aces. Uh, AJ then got pushed up. But they couldn't restock that pile. And it made us come to the realization on how, like you said, wrestling is evolving. Without ROH uh, existing and AEW... With the billion, billions, and billions of dollars existing, yeah, TNA didn't really get to restock the pile with ex WWE champions. Mm-mm. If you think, about they still have WWE talent there, but you've gone from in a ten years time, you've gone from Kurt Angle's and Jarrett's and Jeff Hardy's to now you're looking at Kurt Hawkins on the roster, mm-hmm. Zack Ryder. Well, I, roster, I, right? I
3: think I think where you would look at is Moxley,
0: Jericho. Yes. It just makes me wonder how many of those guys would have (laughs) been in TNA now impact, which is a really Uh, interesting change in the evolution of it.
3: They were also in a much different spot too. um, Especially when they're on spike Uh, viewership wise. uh, Yeah. yeah. You know uh, just promotional wise, getting it out there. You know, I have a lot of friends that watch wrestling and, you know, I try to push them towards impact, but a lot of them don't have access. Uh-huh. And you know, and, and I get it. We're we're I don't want to say we're a rare breed because I'm thinking that most of the people listening to this podcast are probably, you know, in the same boat as us. They like pro wrestling. They they watch a lot. They, you know, they know we talk about a lot and we watch a lot. And they probably some of them watch watch more than we do. And you know, dump forty dollars on an Impact pay per view um, for their entertainment is they, a lot of them will probably do that. Uh, but you know, I talk to people and they're like, "Dude, like, <laughs> I'm not even putting fifty dollars in an AEW pay per view yeah. now." And I, yeah. you know, I watch Dynamite more than I could watch Impact. You know, you want me to spend forty dollars on, on, um, on a on an Impact pay per view? Which I get the sentiment. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, like you spend that 40 and you're going to you're going to be happy. You know, you're going to be entertained. And I think um, impact to kind of, you know, segue into rebellion here. um, I think impact does a really good job on these pay-per-views of giving you enough background that you can care uh, about what you're watching, even mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the show. Yeah, now, I think
0: they do a good job at that.
3: I've seen enough of the shows to know what's going on. Uh, I don't watch it religiously. It's on the DVR. Uh, there's times I've, I'm i locked in and I really watch it, and there's other times I'm doing the dishes and it's on in the background. You know what I sure, mean? Yeah. And, and it's nothing against impact. It's just, you know, budgeting time type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing I will always give them, and I will always – the money to watch an impact pay-per-view is because i never even if it's a whole hum impact pay-per-view which very few are i'm almost like i still feel like i got my money's worth yeah they do a, such a great job with that and i and one of the biggest things i noticed um and it's one of my biggest pet peeves about aew for some contrast um is the commentary mm-hmm. The commentary you got you got two guys they're they have a plan they they're telling you the story why the match is going on the background and what's happening in the ring mm-hmm. and I feel like you don't get any of that in aew and I don't and and I don't want to call out the commentators specifically I just think there's too many um I don't think it's produced very well. Uh, you know, there's a couple that I would take or leave. I don't, I, again, I don't really want to call anybody out. I mean, listen, Shivani has been great. Uh, obviously, um, you know, Taz has had his, even an impact. Uh, very good, very good at commentary. Um, Excalibur, I can kind of take it Relievably, you know, they got Jericho on commentary Then they're always putting a fourth guy And, you know, the whole The whole thing um, It just very it, it doesn't accent The show very well, and I think yeah. that's a big problem For their shows, which Isn't A problem at Impact Especially now, because these guys have been there for a while now. Like, d- dude, I thought Stryker was going to be huge for them. He was there for a short period of time, and they left. He was obviously brilliant in Lucha yeah. Underground. Yeah. But, you know, they, they've they replaced them, and they, they just do a very good job with that. I don't know. What do you, how do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, the, the AEW commentary comes across as, like, I don't want to say they're trolling, but they're, like, I don't know. They're having a good time and not really paying attention to what's going on. Like they're yeah. Taz is always constantly laughing and cracking jokes, and they're trying to crack each other. And it's like it, it's more or less like four guys hanging out watching the show. And yeah. once in a while, they'll call a uh, call a move or whatever. <laughs> but but impacts uh, impacts commentary. They do the old school way. They're telling the story. They're yep. you know they're doing what you're supposed to do on a wrestling show. It's
3: two guys. You know, there it's two it's two guys. You have a specific play by play guy. And you have a specific color commentator, very sports-like. Yep. Um. Even in sports, I'm I'm not a fan of three-man booze or four-man booze. I'd rather have you. just.
0: I'm with you.
3: I'd rather have that really good, you know, um, that really good commentator. I mean, sometimes you get a coach and a player, and you could kind of. It's all right if if you have if you have like a a really good play-by-play guy. They, they can maneuver all that. Right. I get it.
0: And, but Like for, Buck and Aikman, for example. Yeah,
3: yeah, Buck and kind Aikman. Of. But, you know, they, that – and and Joe Buck probably could do a three-man booth. I'm not the biggest fan of his, um,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but I understand he's good. He's I, He just doesn't do it for me. Right. But gotcha. he could probably maneuver like a three-man booth. But he would be leading what's going on. Right. Like Al Michaels is the great example. Okay. He does yeah. golf. He does. I mean, he just, I mean, this is his last year doing the, um, no, I'm, I'm not thinking, I'm thinking of Jim Nance. Sorry. Jim, Jim Nance. Al Michaels is a good example too, but Jim Nance is he,
0: he perfect is, Jim example. Nance is the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
3: Golf. its his, It was his last year doing the, uh, NCAA tournament. Right. And he, you know, he, he's done it with Billy Packard for all those years. And then, you know, you know, he's done it with different Grant Hill and, uh, Rafferty and all these different guys. And he's brilliant at it. He does golf. He does football with Romo, the whole thing. Mm. Um, you know, a guy like that, he, he's leading that production. You know what I mean? Yep. And if I was to ask you right now, who is the AEW play-by-play guy? I mean, is it Excalibur? Is it Schiavone? Is it Jim Ross? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: yeah, I think it's supposed to be Excalibur, but it doesn't always come off that way. Right, like he's right, the guy because, that calls the moves, but I wouldn't necessarily say he's the play-by-play guy, even though he, it, that's what he does. It, kind
3: it. It's right. It's almost like Tony decided, like, I have Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone. And, and, and then, mind you, Ross and Schiavone were together, which was a brutal lesson because it, it was either they were stepping on each other's toes or trying yeah. to not step on each other's toes. And I almost feel that. I Don't you feel there's a tension between Taz and Schiavone? Like I, I know they try to play it up on air, but I almost feel like it's real. I don't know. It may, is that just me? I don't yeah,
0: know. I don't. I don't know. That see, that's where the goofiness I'm talking about comes in. Like I don't. Yeah. I, you can't really tell if they're trying to pop if each other I, yeah, and they, or they, read, read right too much into it. Right, or if they're if they really hate each other for some unknown reason. Like, I don't know. It's just yeah.
3: Real. I don't. I don't necessarily think hate each other. I just think that because there's no continuity. Like, no one knows when to say what. And it's very evident, like, when they do, like, an ROH match and they bring in Ian Riccoboni. Because mm-hmm. when you when, when Riccoboni does ROH and he's with, you know, Caprice, um, Caprice uh-huh. or back in the day with Nigel or even even uh you know uh what's his name there uh Cole Cabana mm-hmm. uh, um Rick Gaboni was the play by play guy and then you had the, the color guy it was Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler and right. fucking Gorilla Monsoon and uh and uh Jesse Ventura you know whatever Gorilla Monsoon and and Bobby Heenan whatever yep. you know if you have like Shivani's done this before i mean he did it with Bobby Heenan and 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 fucking uh, Dusty Rhodes, yeah, which was brilliant commentary. It was yep. one of the great things about WCW back in the day, but when you're listening to AEW, you're it's almost like Tony was like, "All right, Shivani and Ross can't call all these luchador New <laughs> Japan moves, yep. so I'll let them like be like the color guy, but I'm gonna have Excalibur call all the moves." And then I'm gonna throw like a heel commentator in there, but sometimes Taz doesn't act like a heel and other times he does.
0: Yeah, it's just bad. it's a mess. It comes off like yeah. it's a mess. Yeah.
3: The only time I actually like it is when like Shivani's like trashing fucking MJF. Cause I just think it's I just think that comes off as like, all right, you have like The babyface color guy talking shit about the heel wrestling. Comes off like wrestling. Heel champion. You know, we've we've seen that uh, how many times in pro wrestling. But anyway, um, let's get into uh, Rebellion here. Um, Let me pull up. Let me pull it up here. So, we're we're not going to. I mean, anything you have from the countdown show that you want to get into. I mean, mean, obviously, those are kind of throwaway matches, but... I know you're a Death Dolls guy. Uh I
0: am. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were well, they, they were solid matches, but I mean in the long run it didn't, you know, they didn't matter, but they were good solid opening matches. Yeah,
3: I, I mean I think I think what they did there just so people know it was uh uh Shira and Champai Singh versus um uh Heath Slater and Rhino. Yeah. And then you had the uh you had the Coven. They call it the Coven? Right. It's uh, yeah, Kalen King. Yep. Coven. Kalen King and Taylor Wilde uh, defeated the Death Dolls, Jessica and Rosemary. who uh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. um, Yeah, again, this is, I mean, it was a World Tag Team Championship match. Uh, and they were, uh, Coven retained there. Um but it gave you that pre-show feel, which I think is good. Like, they didn't try to overdo their pre-show, but they also gave you something that was halfway de- decent. So, you can live that. But the show started hot. Uh, Impact Tag Team Championship match. It was an Ultimate Ultimate X match. You had the uh, Bullet Club, Chris Bay, and Austin. Uh, Ace Austin, who's a uh, Cool Truth Show favorite. Uh, the incumbent champions... Versus the Motor City Machine Guns, obviously uh, Saban and Shelly. Um, a couple things that I uh, I caught again on great commentary. Uh, Saban and Shelly have wrestled most multiple Ultimate X uh, tag team championship matches. Um, Generation uh, Me, <laughs> who everybody knows, is the uh, the Young Bucks when they were there. And, um, you know, some of the other, uh, big time impact champions. So they, they were the veteran team of this, uh, this match here. And, you know, if you're watching, uh, ultimate X, we've seen this in six man for the X division championship. Like it, it, they've done so many variations of this, uh, tag teams kind of cool, you know, it, it, yeah. it was kind of different, yeah. uh, fun way to open the show. The one thing I'll I'll take out of this match. And I'll let you take over. And it, it was very evident to me. I mean obviously Motor City. Come on. we mm-hmm. Everybody listening knows how good Motor City is. Ring of Honor. Impact. Um, I mean Shelly's been a brilliant tag team wrestler. He was time splitters with Kushida. And New Japan. And the whole thing. Um, uh, great tag team wrestler. But. Chris Bay and Ace Austin their tandem mm-hmm. offense yes. was as good of, as you know it's it, it wasn't usos good or, uh, or maybe young bucks good but it was pre- it's pretty damn good for a yep. couple guys who haven't been tagging together that long i thought it was great your thoughts
0: yeah I, i'll piggyback off that uh they look like i don't want to say they look like the bucks but when you see the the bucks Currently, they're in the trios matches. They're they're going full throttle, like, you know, the whole way. 15 minutes, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it seems, like, more meaningful with Ace and Bay because they do it in spurts. But when they do it, it's just as good as the Bucks when they do it. They're not doing it for 15 minutes, but it's still as good. Like, that's that's where they're getting. So, yeah, 100%. Not, not awesome. you ch-
3: do you chalk that up to we're in the ring with... Motor City machine guns, and we know how to pace a tag team match. Like, you know, like if they were in the ring with like an FTR or a Briscoes, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm not not to, not to say that I'm taking anyway anything away from Boston and Bay because you know they were right there, but I think wrestling with a uh, you know a, a seasoned tag team, I'll call yeah. them.
0: Yeah, and it's not only that, like, it's, yeah, the point you're bringing up is, like, perfect, but I'll add to it, like, it's a difference between AEW and a place like Impact. Mm-hmm. They actually did tell story in this match, and the main part of the Bucks, they had a, or, yeah, the Bucks, see, here we go now. Uh, <laughs> the guns. It's the bull, a bullet club thing. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the machine guns. Oh, there you go. <laughs> had a strategy, and throughout the whole match, you could see, like, especially Alex Shelley. It seemed like their strategy was, and they told the story of this, Shelly was going to do everything he could to keep the other two in the ring at mm-hmm. bay while Saban went up and tried to get the titles. Like, you could tell, like, that's the story that they came up with because there were many spots in there where he was, yes. like, hanging on to their feet. He was trying to keep them in the ring while Saban was trying to do the acrobatics getting up to the top. So so that probably played a part in, you know, grounding ace and bay until you know they got up the upper hand
3: until they right until they got going and you know that's that's veteranship there yeah you know like like the old school matches where you isolate a body part or you know if you have a fly high flyer you take out his legs you know if you're wrestling a strong man you take out his arms so he can't you know power bomb you body slam you whatever Mm -hmm. you know and this is the same kind of concept like Okay, we're in an acrobatic match here that we have to uh you know hang from wire o- over the ring you you defend the belts at all costs, and then while you're defending these belts, I'm gonna make try to sneak up there and grab them yep um which is great. you know, they had a couple of spots there where the four of them were kind of hanging upside down <laughs> going and going for it and you know just you know and, and let's not take away the athleticism uh of motor city here too because oh geez these guys they don't age man good they're They're so good good. especially saban like alex shelley (laughs) you know it it's almost like he doesn't age i feel like he looks the same as he did 10 years
0: ago he really does
3: and 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 this is not a knock on sabin but he just saban looks older right yeah he does he does but not in his work it, that's just in like you could see it in his his face
0: his face his know. hair like yeah,
3: yeah the whole yeah but but as far as his work goes he mm-hmm. looks like he did he's better than he was 10 years yep. ago you know so this was um you know good job again they, listen they, they had a story to tell um they booked a proper match and you got you got the athleticism you got the high spots but you also got the other stuff, so uh, very well done. And of course, yep. um, Bay and Austin uh, retain. Now they're in Bullet Club. You know, <laughs> we'll get into the Jay White stuff later with uh, Switchblade, the whole thing and uh, AEW, yeah, and I'm almost that. like, damn, I'd, I'd love for them to still yes. be with Jay White. Yes. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll touch that later because there's a lot to talk about there. There. Um, all right, this, I, I got to be honest, this was my least favorite match of the night. Uh, there was entertainment value. There was a story being told, but I could have taken or leaving this match, just to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, the Joe Hendry, other than Joe Hendry's song, which oh, that's I.
0: that's great. It's great. Dude,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here watching this show. Nicole was here, hmm. and she could care less, right? I mean, right. kind of, like pretending to care for me but she's on her phone and reading and half asleep right and and like i'm watching the show and i'm just sitting there i believe in joe henry because you know me like i'll just like i've how many times i've been like you know like acknowledge me like just walk around the house she's like what the fuck are you doing like and i listen i must have saying that just i believe in joe henry 50 times. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised I'm still alive right now. And I just, <laughs> I could not stop. And then I would like start laughing. And she's like, You're a fucking child. <laughs> 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 but I'm like, Yeah, when I watch wrestling, that's the point. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. like, I'm a child when I watch wrestling. But yeah, I believe in Joe Hendry. But I, I, I can't get enough of that. It's so funny.
0: But yeah, yeah dude, I Joe, love Hendry. And like, this is. He's very good. He is the thing that like is is bothering me about this with Joe Hendry, and it's not anything of his fault. But it's like
3: I like them better this, as a heel.
0: <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. I think. Okay. If you put that with the proper push in WWE, oh, he's way over he's there. way over right. It reminds me so much of LA Knight right now. He was oh, doing he was doing point. gummy yeah seven years ago in TNA. Yeah. But it wasn't. It, it was over for fifty people, right? Yeah, yeah. But now he's in front of a large crowd. I can see the same thing happening to Joe Henry, which is unfortunate for Impact because the only I mean, person the same watching old story.
3: the only person watching Impact back then and didn't like Eli Drake. Yeah, was the greatest podcaster in the universe, <laughs> King Firehawk. Shout out, King Firehawk. We love you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Yes, yeah, sir. But yeah. Uh, he was the only. Person in his in the universe that he podcasts to <laughs> that hated Eli Drake. <laughs> but yeah, uh, dude, that that's a good one. You're right, bro. Yeah. If you if he came out, I believe in. Joe... Could you imagine eighty five thousand at WrestleMania?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I believe in Joe Hendry, yeah. dude. They would they, they jerk off to any song they
0: can. Oh, absolutely. They'd be they, singing and, that like that.
3: Oh my god. And it's like it gets it gets stuck in your head.
0: Like, mm-hmm. Oh, and then uh, when the song changes and they're doing the side with too, the arms, like, don't get with it the wrong. waving with the arms. Oh yeah. <laughs> when the song changes, they ten thousand people would be.
3: Dead. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And 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 he like Eli Drake or L A. Knight. He can work too. Yes. And, yeah. and dude, and dude, not I'm not going to go off the rails here, but what they're doing with L A. Knight just drives me fucking insane. But. yeah. <sighs> I, anyway, long story (laughs) short, uh, Joe Hendry, dirty dango. And for those of you that don't know, that's obviously Fandango. Fandango. (laughs) Could you imagine? I was thinking about this, watching this match. Chris Jericho put him over at WrestleMania. Yes.
0: I, every time I see him, I think that
3: the same Chris Jericho that's burying AEW.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it put
3: him over at WrestleMania. Amazing. Unbelievable. And then for the first time in, what was it, eight years or ten years, in the ring, mm-hmm. Santino Morella, And I got to be honest, he's entertaining and he's funny, but I don't know that I ever needed to see him wrestle again. <laughs>
0: no. and, and after this match, uh, I don't want to be too brutal on him, but, you know, it could stay that way. He yeah. He wasn't that
3: good. So... This is the part I really want to get into it with you. Obviously, all right, they wrestled the design. Khan, uh, Angels, Diener, Callahan. Yes. Uh, it was a four-on-three. Uh, I, I, I would like more for the design here, uh, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess what you would take out of this match is mm-hmm. Sammy Callahan turned on the design. Yep,
0: you got it. Yeah, yep. that's why I didn't mind them lo- losing this because that's exactly where I was going to go.
3: Well, that that's why it's okay that they lost. Mm-hmm. But I they, they invested so much time in it, and I, and I know they're trying to make Santino a big character, and I know Joe Hendry, and listen, uh, Dirty Dango has a name. I get all that, but I just I don't know. I feel like the spot should have been bigger when he finally turned.
0: But we okay. should say, too, about Santino, for people that are listening that aren't watching Impact, he's not a full-time wrestler. He's the GM. No,
3: right, right. So at this he, point, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's uh he's, he's Pierce. He's Adam Pierce. He's Adam
0: Pierce, yeah.
3: Yeah. And he just happened to come back, and he did his Cobra and all that, you know. He, yeah. Same shit you saw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you, though. He did get me to pop for that one World Rumble though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know he was funny at the time. I get it. I just don't know if I never I needed to see it again. But again, let's you know we'll get back to it. Uh, what you take out of this is Sammy Callahan uh, turned on Diener. Uh, Diener got the bat. Uh, wanted Callahan to use the bat on. Was it on? It it was on. Uh, Santino, right?
0: Santino.
3: Yep. Yeah. Okay. I w- My memory got ha- hazy there. Uh, and Callahan uh, made it look like he was going to use it on Santino, and he used it on Diener. Yes. Which ultimately, you know, got Santino and the boys the win. But uh, Callahan has turned on the design, so I feel like this will heat up now too. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. This this is obviously was always leading towards a hardcore war or a monster's ball or whatever
0: is, yep, between yep.
3: Diener and Callahan.
0: It's, it's Callahan, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <it> definitely.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's where we're headed with that. So we'll, we'll see what goes on. Uh, again, overall, I could take or leave the match for all the reasons I said, although I like a lot of the uh, players in this match. But, again, what you take out of it is the turn is there, and now let's see where the story goes between the design uh, as Callahan has obviously turned on him, uh, which, I mean, we've been watching wrestling a long time. I think we kind of figured that's where we're headed. Yep. Okay. Yep. So uh, last, last rights match, uh, PCO, Eddie Edwards this has been going on for a while uh, since the breakup of uh, Honor No More. Uh, Alicia Edwards, uh, obviously, you know, they did this story where her and Eddie were on the outs and then she came back. Uh, we, we got a couple different style matches between these two guys with PCO and Eddie Edwards, obviously PCO is that monster type character. Mm -hmm. Eddie is, I don't know if he's Mr. Impact right now or it's Sammy Callahan. It's one, maybe both of them. Just kind of been very loyal to this. Yeah. Um, I'm not the biggest PCO fan, so I was rooting for Eddie because I just, I like Eddie. I, uh, I always have. Uh, again, one of the greatest indie matches I've ever seen Eddie Edwards and Johnny Gargano. Uh, I'll, I don't know if I'll ever see a match as good as that. Um, but this is, you know, a different kind of, match. it's, it's, it's basically a casket match, but you got to call it last rates and, you know, AEW has their own name for it. And obviously it's a casket match in WWE. Mm. Uh, and you get Eddie and PCO. Uh, uh, this, you know, for for a show, I, I, I know I brought this up to you through text. And we'll, we'll get to this as we go. For a show that had so many different kind of no rules matches, mm. they were all different.
0: Yes. Yes.
3: And a, a, rare. Another contrast with AEW, especially AEW, is yeah, you have a million matches. Some of them are all no rules, some of them aren't, but they all seem like they're no rules. So it's all, they all seem the same. They managed to have all these different, you know, X division, you know, uh, Ultimate X, uh, Hardcore War, Six Man Match, Last Rights Match, and every one of them was different. Uh, there was a lot of Nutty spots in this match, um, you know. I brought this up to you. PCO no sold a few things in here, and I'm just like, yeah, he's a fucking monster. But they they had a spot where they were beating the shit out of each other in the middle of the ring, mm-hmm. like tearing their shirts open mm-hmm. and just slapping each other to like the blood was like coming out of their chests.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
3: I enjoyed this match. I, you, I, you
0: know, yeah, uh, 100%, your thoughts. I, I. Honestly, as a Undertaker fan, uh, going way back, I never cared for casket matches. Never. Because I just, I kind of thought they were stupid. Like, oh, you got to get them in. And then they're always fighting, yeah, like the guy's yeah, sitting yeah. up trying to get out. It's just bullshit. But this was probably one of the best casket matches I've ever seen. And it was probably because of that spot, because they took it to a physicality yeah. uh, that they did. And, you know, again, this is going to be a recurring theme as we're re- reviewing this show. There's a story attached to everything. This yes. story has play has been playing since the Ring of Honor guys left. Honor no yeah. more. The whole split.
3: Well, he, you're what the, November, December? Yeah, something like
0: that. Yeah, you're talking like what six months? You know, seven they did months,
3: a cin- they did a cinematic match. Yep. Uh, he
0: buried PCO. Yeah. Like, literally buried him outside yeah. in a cinematic match. And PCO's
3: cutting those promos, and he's got like the green on his teeth, and like yes. Uh you know what? Again, I, you know, I could take or leave PCO in some circumstances. Mm-hmm. This is where it works, though.
0: Yeah, it's it's we- interesting too with him because, like, he came out tonight, um, and they do the the lightning strikes and all that shit, and then it turns black and white, and he comes out like fucking Frankenstein, right? That's the gimmick. Yeah. But now he literally was dead and buried, and there's shit all over his teeth because he's dead. Right. He's the dead man now. It's like he's Undertaker, but it's like a, like coming from a comic book from the forties. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, so yeah. different. Yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty good though. And that match, that match kind of like you, you know that you shocked know where, me how good that was.
3: You know where he would have been brilliant? Lucha Underground. Uh, uh yes. could you imagine yeah. him in Pentagon with Vampiro and Lucha Underground? Him the versus best,
0: like the Mill best, and it
3: got Oh god! Oh yeah, uh, the whole thing.
0: Yeah, all of it. Yeah, that Matanz- was. That's a good call. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Matanza Cueto. Yeah. <laughs> oh dude, dude, I miss Lucha Underground. I I just miss it. Uh, anyway, all right. We go on the X Division Championship match. This is a three way. Uh, one of the best matches on the show. Uh, very entertaining. Trey Miguel, Jonathan Gresham. And um, Mike Bailey. uh, Mike Bailey, sorry, Uh, speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, You want to know what's funny? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have a little thing in front of me, so I don't miss a match. And I'm going to read what I'm going to read you what it says, which is why I tripped up. Okay. Trey Miguel versus Jonathan Gresham and Trey Miguel. Okay, (laughs) so, so that's not the match at all. It no. <laughs> was Trey Miguel versus Jonathan Gresham versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Not only a three-way match, though. This was an elimination three-way match. Yes. Which is very cool because normally you see that in a four-way. Yeah. But they did it in a three-way. And, dude, how many times is AEW, WWE, you know, ring out every wrestling company we know do these four-ways? And I'm like, God damn it, do an elimination? Yes. Match. yes. And they did it here. And this is the thing I loved about this match. Going in, I could make a case that any one of the three can win. Mm-hmm. I could make a case that any one of these three can be eliminated first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I would have told you this. If I was the bet on this, mm-hmm. I would not have bet that Gresham would have been the first man out. Because of who Gresham is
4: mm-hmm.
3: now yeah. some of you in you know different wrestling worlds might ah, Gresham blah 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 but you got to realize the audience here you got to realize who's watching this mm-hmm. he was a Johnny the Gresham was a big deal yeah yeah and he's very good um I was shocked that he was the first one out to be honest with you I I almost hoped for it, not because of him, but I kind of, I was kind of hoping speedball Mike Bailey would win. So my thought was Bailey was going to be the first one out
4: okay.
3: and it was going to be Gresham and Trey Miguel. And then we would go from there uh, and you got the total opposite. Gresham goes out first. <laughs> then you get Bailey and Trey Miguel. Now I brought this up to you guys. I just want to be fair. Although I love the match, and this is not a knock, this is my nitpicking, oh yeah, yeah, yeah watching yeah. the match yep. there was a two minute segment in the middle here where they were in the ring, everything before it was great, everything after was great, but they no sold everything, mm. and it brought me back to ricochet will Osprey that kind mm. of no selling okay. and here's the thing I don't mind it it ha- i don't I didn't mind it with ricochet and Osprey, but what I'm gonna say is This is where you give the fan that doesn't want to watch Impact, who maybe you could suck in, will be like, oh, see, they no-sell everything. Mm -hmm. Based on that 30 seconds or a minute they see, when the rest of the match was awesome. Yeah. But, fast forward, I don't even know what it was. It it, it wasn't a Canadian Destroyer. But Speedball did a move to Trey Miguel outside. I can't remember what it was. And I popped fucking hard. Yeah. And that and that's where the match kind of reverted back to okay, here we go. But the three of them were great. Cut out that little 90 second two minute period where they no sold everything. Yeah. Then you got to that, and then the biggest surprise to me, because again, if I had to bet on this match, the last person I thought would win would be the champion. I thought that I thought we were gonna have a title change here. We didn't get it. Trey McGill wins. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah. So I thought uh, just to swerve us, maybe uh, Trey was going to be the first one to eliminate it. And he would have tried to chase back whoever won, you know, to get his title back. That's what I thought they were going to do.
3: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: But uh, the one thing that I will say, I think I told you in text, uh, when the three of them were in, in the beginning of the match for a good, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. They were chain wrestling, but they were triple chain wrestling. It was awesome, and it was fucking great. Because what I mean by that is, like, Gresham would do a move to Bailey, and then what you think Gresham would do to Bailey, Bailey did to Trey. Yes. So it was kind of like a triple Trey chain, which was really interesting to see. Because I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that in a three way. It was it was brilliant. I'm Uh, glad you
3: brought that up because you did bring up that in the test, and it's so true. And that, to me outweighs what I just brought up the that little period where you're mm-hmm. like, eh. if I was gonna if I was gonna give somebody highlights of the match, that's what I'd give them.
0: okay, yeah, that's and that's good. <laughs> that's probably a smart thing to do. but the but you have a good point though, because like to me, even even in the old X division days, they sold. like X division doesn't mean don't sell. Yes, you know what I mean? you got there's you can't be doing that shit because this is where. You know the Jim Cornettes of the world, and he's not wrong for saying it. Says it's an acrobatic show because it is at that point.
3: And Jim, and let's be honest. And you know I'm down on Jim Cornette for other reasons, but we'll Mm -hmm. leave that for another day. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But that's where he's going to go on his show. Right. He's going to talk about the match, and he'll spend 20 minutes on those two minutes where (laughs) I spent a minute and a half on it. Right. And you brought us right to the good stuff, uh, a guy like Jim Cornette, who has 10 times the audience we do, is going to spend 20 minutes on it and are going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you the perfect example. He just did it with Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. The best match of the year so far. I'm sorry, it still mm-hmm. is the best match of yeah, the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not even close, the best match of the year so far. You listen to Jim Cornette's breakdown of that match, and although he was Mm -hmm. complimentary in a lot of spots Mm -hmm. he spent the most time (laughs) on what the the run-up in yep into no follow-up right go back and listen to it
0: he He ran up and flipped
3: 10 (laughs) minutes on that yep so if you don't know what i meant by that right osprey ran up Literally ran up Omega. Like <laughs> Omega standing straight up yep. and Osprey ran up him, flipped, did an Insiguri. If you don't believe me, <laughs> there is video evidence that this happened. Yep. And Tony so picture, Khan could sign <laughs> all these high flyers and all these luchadors with masks on, he wants that do run around ropes and do all this. Show me one motherfucker that did a runs up in Zagori other than Will Ospreay.
4: Yeah.
3: And show me another motherfucker that could take it other than Kenny Omega. I'll wait.
0: Yeah.
3: And don't tell me it's New Japan. Nobody watched. I don't give a flying fuck. It was the best match and the best move I've seen all year. It was awesome. maybe in five years. Yep. I'm not even playing. I don't care. I don't care.
0: Yeah, when it's that amazing, I don't care either. Like this, shit, I don't care what, he what he they doing, followed it up with. You can't. And, if you can't, if you don't know what we're talking about, still picture like the Matrix movie where Keanu Reeves is like <laughs> running up the wall. <laughs> it, yes. It, yeah, and then flips. Yes. He literally did that in live time without CGI. That's that's yes. what we're talking about.
3: And he ran up another human. It wasn't <laughs> a wall. He ran up another human. It happened. Uh, I watched it multiple times. <laughs> and what does Jim Cornette say? He did a really cool run up in Zagori. but they didn't follow it up well. And blah 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 blah. And then and then to put a cherry on top of all that, what does Access do? Access when they show the match when you know they're replaying the whole uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom like th- over three weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. They show the match.
0: Is they, oh, I, I think I know what you're going to say.
3: So they he does the run-up in Zagori? Yep. As soon as he hits it, what do they do?
0: Commercial. Cut the commercial. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. I, I remember watching it. They cut on the Access commercial. I
2: was like, I'm what? like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. They cut the fucking commercial?
3: I'm like, they're giving this asshole credibility. Yep. No, listen. Obviously, Jim Kerna has credibility. <laughs> and obviously says a lot of shit about AEW, I agree with. And, you know... Uh, his take on the Dante Martin injury was spot on. Spot on. Yeah, 100%. and he gave you a lot of behind the scenes when he was in RH stories to back it up. And you listen, he was there. We weren't. And and I agree with him. Mm-hmm. So, but I just you know what? When it's almost like he could not give Omega and Osprey enough credit. Right. Like he had to be like. Well, you know, it was pretty cool. No, listen, dude. No. That was one of the coolest moves in the history of fucking pro wrestling. Yep. My two favorite moves of this year were that and Logan Paul and Ricochet at Royal Rumble.
0: Okay. Those
3: That's are my fair. two favorite moves of the year. That's fair. Dude, how cool is that? Logan Paul. <laughs> they, met <laughs> the, they met in the middle of the ring.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome.
3: Actually, I'll give <laughs> Again, you Again, no CGI. Of- there's one other guy that could take the run up in Zigguri. It's probably Logan Paul.
0: <laughs> that's fair. I,
3: yeah. He probably could take. He, well, yeah, first fair. of all, he's bigger and stronger than Omega. But you know, but dude, yeah. this is the thing. I was shout out Smitty. I love you, brother. We've been working out at the gym together. Well, we do our cardio together, and I do. We do the weights on our own. But whatever. So we go to the gym. We talk about wrestling, right? And uh, fucking, where the hell was I going with this? Oh, we are talking about Omega. And I know I'm going off the rails here, but I got to bring this up because we got it. We're on the subject. And we're talking about the Elite and AEW and the whole thing. And he's just like, dude, I don't see it with Kenny and da-da-da-da and the whole thing. And I'm like, dude, I get it. I fucking get it. Because I watch Kenny Omega every week on AEW, too, and I don't see it either. But here's the thing. When he wrestled that Wrestle Kingdom, that was Kenny. That was fucking New Japan. Fucking execute. Execute fucking AJ Styles out of the Bullet Club. Kenny Omega. Time limit Okada. Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. When he wrestled Will Ospreay. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. So, for all you little. Hey, Will Ospreay and Ricochet, blah, blah, blah. You know, with they no-sold for two minutes, This is that's why I worry about when Bayley and Trey Miguel do something like that because I feel like the people that just want to shit on something, like Jim Cornette,
4: mm-hmm.
3: great point, will bring up that 90 seconds or whatever it is and shit on the whole Impact show.
0: Yep.
3: Which you didn't get a lot of no-selling and stuff like that other than a couple spots, like I said, with PCO, But it made sense because he's a fucking monster.
0: Right, yeah. Legitimately, yeah.
3: Which in that spot, I don't care. You know, when fucking uh, Eddie Edwards hits him with a foreign object and beats him and smashes his chest till it bleeds and he Mm -hmm. no-sells it. Dude, he has green shit on his teeth. He's a monster. I get it. But
0: anyway. Yeah, and take it a step further and we'll cycle back to Impact then (laughs) as soon as I say this. But take it a step further. If that's what's going to bother you about the the uh, Omega Osprey match, we discussed that match at length, right? We yeah. commented on how Osprey five years ago is not the same Osprey today. He sold every fucking he sold his ass off in that match. The same thing. So so if you want to you know bang on that ninety seconds or, or actually ten seconds when he did that move then you're just missing out. Because it's the same thing like they say, well, well, I haven't seen this Kenny Omega from New Japan. What What are you talking about? This isn't real. He sucks. Okay. Okay. So same thing with the, the impact. If people are going to see that clip out there and be like, okay, they didn't sell for 90 seconds, that's not an indication of the entire match or the entire yeah. show or whatever. So, again, it's like just watch or, it. Watch yeah, the yeah, shit yeah, and you'll yeah. see, you know. Dude,
3: it's, it's it's a great point. The other thing, too, is, and we, we will get back to Impact, but yep. if you watch Omega and Ospreay, you cannot tell me they did not tell a story in that match. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, and God. I'm telling Imagine you me. right now, if you didn't bleed and die with Ospreay in that match, you're not human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not human. You know what I mean? And, yep. and, and I'll tell you right now, I'm still... Drooling, seething in my bones for the rematch, but and I and I'll be honest, I hope it doesn't happen on, uh, you know, Forbidden Door or whatever. All in that, all in it. will maybe all in because they might actually let it. You know, actually, that's the place to do it because in England, mm-hmm.
0: maybe. You know what? Over.
3: Actually, if they headline that show, they might get eighty thousand. Yeah. not not Good not, and, and here's the thing: not at the ticket price that WrestleMania is. You, that's not what I'm saying. So don't go in. Hey, they'll never get eighty thousand. <laughs> They're gonna give the tickets away. Listen, I know how it works. I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm right. I'm a boxing guy. I know how it works. Right. Okay. I I I know the dynamics. Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder. I will debate anyone on it, and I will I will tell you I know how it all works. And I'll tell you right now. That if they are to get 80,000 for that show, the gate will probably be less than WWE gets for fucking money in the bank. I get it, but the bottom line is if it's Will Allspray, Kenny Omega in the UK with CM Punk on the show, they're gonna get a lot of fucking people in there. He, he, he is really good. Oh, they'll be looking to get 10000 Come on. like uh, You know what? I'm not. He, let,
4: mm, let's move on. Let's <laughs> okay, move on. Okay. okay.
3: Hardcore War. Tommy Dreamer. Oh, so this is Team Dreamer versus Team Bully. Again, another. This story has played out since Bully has come back yes. to Impact. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to go through the whole thing. Uh, I hope you saw it because it's been brilliant. Yep. So you have Team Dreamer, Team Bully, Tommy Dreamer, DJ Stames, is best wrestler that I've ever existed, Frankie Kazarian,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yui Yurimura, Killer Kelly, who's awesome. Yes. Um, and, oh,
4: dude,
3: I'm going to fu- fuck this name up. Boonper Ujar. Oh. I, I, G- I, gee, I, I can't. I, I, I can't. can't. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Team Bully, obviously Bully Ray, Kenny King, who I can't stand, Moose, who I love, Brian Myers, and Hollywood Jeff Edwards' favorite, (laughs) Masha Slamovich.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude. I'm taking her. She's cool.
3: Let's take Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich and just let them wrestle on every show.
0: Hell (laughs) Hell yeah. You know... Let's have a hardcore trilogy with those 3. let seriously and, with those two. Oh, dude, the knockouts are still the best wrestling division in
3: all of wrestling. Yep, it's they not still got even it. close. They still it's got. It's not it. even close. <laughs> they
0: still
3: got. I guess listen, I get Ripley and Flair. I'll give you that. And I love Britt Baker too. Mm-hmm. And and I and I I like uh what's her name? Uh, fucking uh Jamie Hayter. Yeah. But <laughs> Impact those women's wrestling different. They always have, yep. they always will, and they're everybody else is always going to be behind. But we're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, but here we go: Hardcore War, Team Dreamer, Team Bully. Um, listen, these ma- there's so many people in this match. It was hard to follow. Uh, it was done. They all didn't come out at once. You know, they had a countdown. Uh, Team Bully was ahead of Team Dreamer. Always a guy ahead. Uh, You know, a couple spots. Uh, Killer Kelly came out with the uh, staple gun. She staple gunned, uh, I think, Brian Myers in the head. And then she staple gunned Moose in the uh, nether jj In in the yam bag, (laughs) as Taz would say. You You know what's funny? She did that to Moose. I'm just like, yeah, of course. I mean, she can't miss. (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: I mean, come on. (laughs) Look at the guy. (laughs) That's an easy target, bro. (laughs) Easy target.
3: Oh man, dude! Shout out Moose. Moose.
0: He did a great job selling it. Oh, he sold the
3: fuck out of it too. He really did, dude. Moose is awesome,
0: man. He's so good.
3: He's dude. Think about Moose from when we were at Final Battle.
0: 2015 till now. Yeah. yeah. Dude.
3: Dude. Yep. Come on. You got to give the guy credit. Absolutely. Um, um But I'm just going to fast forward to my favorite spot in the match. Mm-hmm. And it was an AEW troll drop, and I don't care. And here's <laughs> the thing. I knew this was coming. I, I, you know, Bully obviously was outspoken on this, Uh, you know, if we rewind to a ridiculous spot, why this happened is beyond me, but Hobbs mm-hmm. is going for the brass ring in AW. He's going for the uh, shot at the TNT title. We can't have it on the pay-per-view. We got to have it on Dynamite, whatever, whatever. And he's got to climb a broken ladder, which is Fucking ridiculous to me when they have fifty fucking ladders out there. Yeah. But he climbs a broken ladder. Not only that, he does. anybody have more referees out in these matches than AEW? No. <laughs> nope. They had, dude. I think they had like fucking security out in referee costumes. There was like nine, ten people holding <laughs> this ladder. Yep. And Hobbs climbs all the way up. Now, Hobbs he. I give him credit, though. Let's be honest. He's not a broken ladder being held by people, which is a lot of fucking trust. Mm -hmm. He climbs all the way up to the top, tippity top of the ladder, takes the brass ring, and he's standing on the tippity top. You know, like the pot, like like when I'm painting something and I use a ladder like that, like that's where the fucking paint can is. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like like the paint can's on that little thing that comes out on normal ladders, not wrestling ladders, and then you put like the brush there. I don't stand on that spot because I'm <laughs> fucking afraid of heights. Right. He stands on that. He's holding the thing. And then you're watching it, and he's like, fuck, how the fuck do I get down?
0: Yep, yep. So
3: it just turns stupid awkward. So Bully trashes on that. And then Bully brings...
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, I can't even say it with a straight face. He brings a stepping stool into the ring. <laughs> this is obviously prior to the pay-per-view yeah to, to this pay-per-view i think it was um, that
0: sacrifice yes yeah, sacrifice sacrifice. yeah it was what? that
3: sacrifice verse verse tommy he, he brings a stepping stool in the ring and he calls the <laughs> referees in and makes them hold
0: <laughs> that shot of him standing on a fucking step stool with the ref behind him them
3: <laughs> they're holding his <a> step <laughs> He's at it. oh so fun and of course everybody thinks this is hilarious except for you AEW marks who god forbid you say anything bad about AEW you're like you're worse than the WWE marks like it's oh, of, yeah. Uh, oh yeah 100%. oh my god it's if you bad. say anything bad about Tony Khan Adam Page AEW you guys lose your mind get out of your mom's basement get a fucking job uh, <laughs> hilarious hilarious so to follow this all up This match comes to its near conclusion. Mm -hmm. Tommy on the table. Ladder in the ring. Bully, climbing up the ladder, summons all the refs into the ring. There was like four of them, not nine like AEW. And he's like, hold the ladder. And they're all like, nah, we're not going to hold your ladder, bro. You've been kicking our asses, beating everybody up in the back, blah, blah, blah. Bully gets down. Gets in one of the referees' face, and the referees start beating the shit out of Bully, which I thought was cool. I mean, how often do you see that? I don't see that Mm -hmm. very often. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. So they beat up Bully. Tommy gets up. They get Bully on the table. Tommy gets on the ladder. They hold the ladder for Tommy through the table for the pin. One, two, three. Team Dreamer wins Hardcore War. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, so this... To me came off like such a good foot. Like every spot so that was, much planned fun, was so fun. And you know, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, yep, that's dreamer and bully. Yep, that's dreamer and bully. Like booking <laughs> these spots, right? Because it was so much better than the the hardcore matches we see. But yeah. like today. But well, the, they're not
3: gonna be a part of it unless it's good. Let's be honest.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Of course. But besides the uh the staple spot with the girls, which which I thought was fucking amazing. The other spot that and again, it's classic, like, Edge, Christian, Dudley's, Hardy's shit. Where they will plant something, and plant something, and plant something. Like, there's a table set up, there's this set up, there's that set up. And then you forget about it 20 minutes later. There's a spot where Kaz is on the outside. And I think it was Bullies, uh the good, what are they called? The good hands. The tag team. They're a jobber tag team that Bully Ray pretty much uses, and they follow him around like, you know, lost puppy dogs, whatever. So they come out to try and help Team Bully, and Kaz is, he's got one down, he's beating him, beating him, whatever. He hops out of the ring. Killer Kelly's laying down because she's selling a spot, and he picks her up and he says, did I say Kelly Kelly
3: Kelly? No, you said Killer Kelly.
0: Killer Kelly, okay. It felt like Kelly Kelly. Okay, Killer Kelly picks her up. He's like, I need you. And I'm like, what is he doing? She hops up on the apron and pulls the rope, flips the guy over the top rope. Kaz then does a cutter off the apron onto a table. Oh, that and was this awesome. shit came out and no, I was like, oh my, oh my God. God. Dude, I <laughs> rewound that shit five times at least. Watch, It was amazing.
3: And you know, the other thing about it too was, it's done in a way where you could just enjoy it and you're not like, please don't die. It, yes. I, I can't yes. stand. I've talked about this for years. Oh. And it's it's totally evident, especially right now in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand with these please don't die moments. Mm-hmm. It ruins it, dude. It's not fun. No, it's not it's, fun. It's, it's not fairy. holy it's shit. It's not holy shit. Like, I actually, I'll be honest, I actually care about humans And I don't want to see them break their necks. Or I don't want to see them have multiple concussions like Adam Cole and miss six months of their career. Mm -hmm. I, like, uh, dude, I love Darby, but here we go. Uh, But anyway, um, great points. There was a lot going on in this match and it was hard to follow. But I think they did a good job of focusing in on those... Spots.
0: Yeah, and I will say too, I did want to bring this up because when they put the rules of the hardcore war match on the screen before the Mm -hmm. match started, I would read them and I was thinking. Which is different,
3: which is different too.
0: Right. Uh I read them and I was thinking, okay, this is like war games, basically. Yeah. Except it's one one ring, no cage.
3: Yeah, very similar.
0: The entrance bit of it. Yeah. The
3: countdown, one two guys. Two people start, then you have a countdown, blah, blah, blah.
0: And then the team advantage. But here's the thing, though. And WWE, if they're going to keep doing war games matches for as good as they are, they should take note of this.
3: Or blood and guts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, same thing. (laughs) Yeah, same thing. Exactly. They should take note of this. They booked it in such a way where you didn't even, like, I totally forgot they were even timed entrances until they showed the timer. Right, right. You because weren't, it like, wasn't waiting just, for the next person. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, like, three minutes of it's just fighting for no reason. Yeah. Dude, they did a, such a good job at booking that and pacing it out with the different uh, team advantages and shit. It was brilliant. Well done. Dude, I love that match. We
3: joke about Steam's loving Kaz, though. He's really fucking Oh, good he's stuff. so
0: good at that slingshot dude, shit, man.
3: Ha, oh. Dude, Tony Khan. How do you let Frankie-Let yeah, him walk? Are you kidding me? Building. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? He should be booking your show. Yes. And you have Daniels in your show. Oh, mm. we'll get we'll get there.
0: Scorpio Sky, who the fuck knows where he is? Oh
3: god. Dude, all get so coward center. How good was that? Let's be honest. I'm not saying they stole it, but the I mean, the hey, bloodline is in your city.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Do we know about SoCal and Center? I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Yep. And everybody listening who knows, knows what I'm talking about.
0: Yep.
3: Just saying. Good so, point. for everybody's out there who's like, and and I get, I, I'm just, I'm guilty too because we're going to get into it in a minute here. But, uh you know, I know everybody kind of jocks off each other, but and I love the Bloodline, but and I I love the Usos, but the Bloodline is in your city. It's not exactly the same as what SoCal used to say, especially Scorpio Sky, but it's pretty damn close. Oh, Just I'd say
1: saying, it's, it's kind of um, close. Yeah, yeah,
0: a little close.
3: It's almost like a concerto and not a concerto. Oh, uh, we'll get there. Oh, well,
0: we're going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get there.
3: That is what we call a tease.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, a lot of theft to... going on
3: later. <laughs> Wait, hey, if we're going to do it one way, we got to do it the other too, right? That's right. <laughs> Listen, we watch a lot, so we find all that shit. That's right. All right, what was next? Just like uh, MJF stealing the pebble line. Just saying. Just throwing mm-hmm, it out there. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want you to forget that that was uh, originated on Cool Truth. Yes, it was. 18 months to two years prior. Just yeah. saying. Yep.
0: Uh, Kept okay. that one in his back pocket, didn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: I mean, I give him credit for holding on to it so long. So I long. actually, yeah. I give the roster credit for holding it on for so long.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
3: <laughs> it was a good line. I'm not going to lie. a great
0: it's line, obviously. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I thought it was good. (laughs) All right. um, This is, you know what, bro? This is one thing we didn't mention. The other thing I loved about this show, match placement and pacing was perfect. Yes. And I'm watching this show. And anybody listening is going to be like, you never want the women to go last. I will make an exception for Impact mm-hmm. because they have Deanna Perazzo, they have Jordan Grace, and they have Mickey James. So that is, that is, that is my exception to the rule.
0: I'll, I'll throw a caveat on that, too.
3: And because Impact does it better than anybody else. But, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead, throw the caveat.
0: Not only that, if you take into consideration what Triple H said over the WrestleMania weekend, they asked him about the uh, – I guess, perceived change that the fans thought that the uh, women were going to close night one, but the Usos and Sammy and Kevin closed mm-hmm. night one. And
2: okay.
0: he said in his press conference, um, the story usually dictates who's the main event. Very and that's fair. the top story, right? Honestly,
3: that that is a b- very fair take because we discussed that mm-hmm. uh, personally. And we're like, "Have." does Sammy Owens versus the Usos not be a main event? Not close.
0: Right. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. And it's, so
3: and that's not a knock on Ripley and Flair. It's really not
0: no. A, no, they just didn't have the time built into the story no. that the, the other guys did. Obviously, that was a
3: eight-month fucking story. <laughs> yeah.
0: So if you look at if you look at the which
3: coincided options. with your number one story in the whole company.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So if you look at the two options impact had, and this is, I mean, dude, I don't know how they pulled this off. They, they had such a great pay-per-view and this could have been a nightmare for them. They lost both their main champions. Yes. The main women's champion and the main men's champion are injured. So they have to put the belts on to somebody. So what's the better story? Is it Kushida and Macklin who have no history whatsoever? Right. Or is it Deanna and Jordan who have very much history together? Not Obviously, only, you got to go with the women.
3: Not only do they have very much history together, they slow rolled it not being a three-way to the last second of yes. the last show before the pay-per-view. Yep. Where Mickie James, in front of an empty arena, made the announcement that she's not cleared to wrestle mm-hmm. and left the belt in the middle of the ring saying that I will not hold this title hostage. That was awesome. You know. Yeah. Which, and I, I'm not even saying it had anything to do with what we saw on All Access, but.
0: <laughs> Thunder Rosa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take notes, Thunder
4: Rosa.
3: <laughs> Shout out Tony Storm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: But anyway, um, that's how you got the Deanna Prazo and Jordan Grace. And let's face it. Why does this work? Well, let's just go to our top 20 women's wrestler list of the year. Oh. Jordan Grace, Diana Perazzo.
0: Yeah.
3: Were they both in the top five? Yeah. Yeah. I think Mickey James was or they were she all, was high. She at was least high. in the top ten, all three of them, right? Oh yeah, okay. pretty good.
0: Yeah. And
3: and let's uh um well it, other, you know other what's, than, what, what's so great what's other so great Mickey about that. James Good who were the last two champions in Impact? Oh Jordan Grace and Diana prazo Oh and who carried the women's division, the knockouts division, all through the pandemic? Mm. Oh, wait. That was the Purrazzo. Oh, mm. yeah. Okay. Oh, Maybe somebody over there knows what the fuck they're doing.
0: You hear this rattling? You know what this is? As Just as luck would have it sitting here, I have one sheet of paper on my desk. It's the fucking women's list. Do, do you really? AC number one, Jordan Grace. Edwards number one, Mickey James. White House number one, Diana Prado. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the here's
3: the funniest part about that list, right? Deanna Prado is actually my number one. I just thought Jordan Grace had the better year of 2022. Right. But if so. you if you had gave me the better women's wrestler for the COVID <laughs> era, it was totally Diana. Oh Parrazzo.
0: yeah, if we would have yeah. And,
3: and here's the other thing. If you want to ask me who I think the greatest women's wrestler of all time is,
0: Mickey James. Mickey. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I listen, <laughs> I will gladly have any listener on to debate that subject oh, anytime with me in Hollywood. Yep. You could you could debate us debate it with any of us. Mm. No problem. We will have you on at AC cool Down, on Twitter, at AC cool Down, Instagram, yep. at Cool Truth PP on Instagram DM me we will have you on we could debate it you could bring up any women's wrestler you want yeah. I don't care how many fucking titles Charlotte Flair won in 5 years I don't care
0: hey you could bring up the four horse women the knockouts back in the day had 16 horse women so it I'm, hey, bring it if you want to bring the argument bring the argument cuz we we'll win yeah we'll uh, win, we'll,
3: yeah, we'll win. Yeah. not just cuz it's our show because we're right <laughs> but Long story short, I mean, it all made sense. Uh, And the bigger match was the women's match for Impact. Yes. It just is what it is. Are we at the title
0: matches now on the card?
3: Yeah, we're at the title matches. So what went first was Macklin and Kushida for the vacant.
0: Let me ask you this. Before the match starts. And to me, when this happened, I thought it was a spoiler for the match. They announced Nick Aldis return. Surprise. He comes That's out, right. does okay. commentary. And I th- yes. as soon as I saw him, I thought Macklin's going over.
3: Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, and and okay. here's not only because not only because Aldis came out. The first thing he said was, I signed a deal with Impact. Yes. Wrestling.
0: Yeah, I think it wasn't that point, just like, I said, yeah. I'm here.
3: I, yeah. I signed a deal.
0: Yep. Um. Because you know he's not wrestling in the X Division. So then what else there, is he going to do?
3: There <laughs> is no truth to the rumor that White House wet his pants when he saw this. I,
0: oh, no, I, no, no. I've truth heard
3: that. Um, I the, don't, murmur, it,
0: the, 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 the murmur mur- didn't <laughs> jump out of control in his chest. No, that didn't happen. It's too early for you, Fauci. Go away. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. <laughs>
3: Get I'm out. not ready for it. Get out here, I can't, Tony. Deal, I can't deal with you right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just cut his mic. He's, he's good. He went away. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Yep. Yep. I've been I've been trying to figure out how to cut his mic. Thankfully, Edwards cut his mic.
0: I just figured it out.
3: It's very funny because every time Fauci comes on, Edwards is silent. I don't know why. Uh,
0: it's intimidation, man. bro. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 the guy intimidates me, man. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Okay. <sighs>
3: I mean I'm sure. sure he'll be back. I'm sure he'll be back later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never know.
3: Nick Aldis in White yes. House Wet in his pants. <laughs> Love you, White House. I mean, you know, it is what it is. No, uh, in
0: fairness though, in fairness, he did very cool though. Come such on. a bang up job with the NWA, you know, and now he's coming back to where we first heard of him in DNA. This is huge for impact. Yep. It really I is.
3: actually um I texted the boys when he came out. They weren't watching, unfortunately. And I said, Aldis back, Conda, shout out, Conda, love you, buddy. First thing he says to me, Did they call him Magnus? I popped for that. Te- I'm not gonna lie, to you. <laughs> I popped for that text, but they didn't. I said, They did not. He's like, Oh man, I and I get why, but I also get his point too,
0: yes, because. Yeah.
3: A lot of people that watch Impact then don't watch now. And maybe if you say Magnus is back, I don't know. Main Event Mafia, the whole thing, you know.
0: Right. Yep.
3: Right. Just a, gr- a good good, point by Aconda. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it's cool to have him back. Listen, uh, I'll go to my grave saying that him and Cody should have been the main event of All In, the original All In. I will. You. Mm-hmm. No one will ever convince me that that shouldn't have been the main event. Yep. Uh, but anyway, it wasn't. I agree. Um, and whatever happened at with him in NWA, he listen. He carried the mantle. He carried that belt for a long time. Yeah. And took that company to a level where I don't think anybody thought it would get back to. No. Um. Not. Not that it's.
0: Not that Not, they're in a great yeah. spot right now, but yeah, he, but yeah, he definitely reset he definitely it. Definitely
3: put it back on the map. Yes. Um and I think, listen, I'm glad he went there as opposed to AEW. I that's just oh like, yeah. Yeah. If Cody no, was in AEW, I might think differently because I just think him and Cody kind of have like a
0: thing. But Well, dude, while while you bring this up, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so I think it was maybe two weeks ago. Uh, there was an article out there on the uh, dirt sheets about all this. Who else helped me? Maybe Obushi. There were, there were like three or four guys that were all rumored to be Triple H interest coming into WWE. Switchbleed. Yeah, Jay White. Yep. Yep. And there might have been another guy. But anyway, the point is, I kind of expected him leaving NWA. To go to WWE. And you know. For White House's uh, dream match scenarios. They could have done match three. All this and Cody. After they pushed all this. And you know. Built him up a little bit.
3: I'll be honest though. I'm glad he would. I'm glad he's back in Impact. For Impact.
0: Well that's where I was going. Is that a sign? With all the Mm. Vince shit going on. Now we're reading that the Cups are going to be aggressive. With the sale. You know. I'm wondering if Nick said. You know what. Now is not a good time. I'm going to go back to Impact.
3: Could be the same with Jay White. Uh, But what I will say is, if you put Jay White and Nick Aldis in front of me and said, I want to bring this guy to WWE and could he get over? Mm -hmm. I'm actually a bigger fan of Jay White. Nothing against Nick Aldis. I just really like Jay. Dude, again, 2015. Go back to our original shows. Mm -hmm. Young Lion. AC. What young lion did you like? (laughs) Oh, I think it was that guy, Jay White. Hey, yes, that happened. I love Jay White. The one with the
0: hair. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 And that was funny because at first we were talking, I was calling him Finley and it was actually Jay White because they were- Yep, you got him confused or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Remember that? But anyway, it was Jay White. Anyway, so I've been a fan of Jay White since he was like wearing black trunks and black boots and called a young lion. Okay. And then I met him in the hotel lobby, and he was hitting on some Japanese girls and speaking Japanese. Hey, man. Hey. Pretty cool. Think thinking from a guy from, like, where is he from? Netherlands, Holland. Where the fuck is he from? I don't even know. Um, um, something like that, right? Uh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. No, is it? Is, is it New is Zealand? They? No,
0: wait a minute.
3: <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's New Zealand. <laughs>
0: I'll look it up.
3: Netherlands? Is it Netherlands? But
0: yeah, imagine, look it up. Imagine look it up I mean, quick. I'll imagine how many happy endings he's had in his life. Oh, God. You imagine? He, I mean, he wrestled in Japan for a long time.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Really New Zealand.
0: Kids. Yeah, New Zealand.
3: <laughs> Thank God they show us it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it New Zealand? Yep. Okay. Right. It
0: says he's a New Zealand slash Dutch professional wrestler.
3: Oh, du- Dutch. That's what I was saying. So okay. that's your thing. Well, okay. same difference. All right. So anyway, Jay white big fan. But this is what I'll say. Nick Aldis. If if he was created by Vince McMahon, come on, right? (laughs) The suits, the the whole thing, right? Like Magnus, blah blah blah. Come on, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe he thought of his wife getting her clothes and back in garbage bags and said, eh, fuck them.
0: Uh, Who, knows? Who knows? Who
3: knows? <laughs> could, could that be the greatest women's wrestler of all time, Mickie James? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, there we go. Maybe that's why Nick Aldis said, fuck WWE. I don't know.
0: I'm could just be. throwing could it out. Could have something man. to do with
3: it. <laughs> all right. So Nick Aldis comes on commentary. White House wets his pants. And
0: all this comes on commentary. White House comes. That's pretty much it.
3: <laughs> he's gonna get like a double murmur listen to this <laughs> well, I All love right.
1: you're listening
0: to a cool truth podcast production
2: hey this is king firehawk from 1640 PWPR and we are making waves kicking ass and taking names a later that's right 1640 PWPR has grown and grown and grown. That's so many shows now in the family, yet we have room for more. Are you out there in podcast land talented and ready to be seen and heard? Or are you an upstart looking for just your chance? Well, now you got a chance. Tweet us at 1640PWPR or come on down to Facebook, facebook facebook.com backslash 1640PWPR. Let us know what you're about, what you got going on, and maybe you, yes you, can end up on the home of Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio and more, 1640PWPR.
1: Alright, we're
3: back, Cool Truth, WrestleMania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Breaking Down, Impact, Rebellion, Daddy Cool AC, Hollywood Edwards, so, brother, main event, yes, main, main event, 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 or well, double main event, we we, we gotta get into uh, Macklin and Kushida 4. The Impact World Heavyweight Championship, obviously, like we were talking about, Aldis on commentary, Aldis is re-signed, um, which, like you brought up uh, earlier, uh, kind of might have been a tip-off to who might win this match, yes. but uh, I think they got to the proper result here anyway. Um, now, there's other ways they could have went. Uh, you and I talked through text. Maybe Bully was the the be- a better guy to go. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like it seems like Josh is going to be out a while. Uh, maybe that's why they went this route. Uh, I think they want to invest a lot in Macklin. You know, Kashida's a guy he's fun to watch. He's uh, will always give you a good match. Uh, I don't know if he's going to incite people to watch your show as champion, though. So I I think they went the right way now, uh, especially knowing Josh is going to be out and you have an Aldis to chase. But uh, a fun match, a good match, worthy of a cold main event. But uh, they definitely made the right move putting the uh, women's title on last. But, you know, you got a cool turnaround. Uh, Scott D'Amore. Uh, in the ring after macklin wants him to uh do the like Dana white and put the title around his waist and the mm-hmm. like f you buddy <laughs> <laughs> yep. and then uh, you get Aldison for the save your thoughts about this match in the aftermath
0: yeah so after seeing uh I was I was with you I thought you know I like I said in the texts uh I'd put the belt on Kushida and then took it right off him and put it on a veteran like bully. And just you know maybe try and build somebody new or whatever. But now super that super champion, you got sure, yep. It. But now that they have, they have all this to chase, yeah. Okay, I'm down. Let's see what Macklin could do. Now I will say when I look at Macklin, he kind of I, I know it's not same gimmick at all, but he reminds me of Killer Cross. Um, mm, interesting. Like when when he was in the mid card before he went to WWE. I don't know if he could become. He, I don't know if he can give me the feeling that he's the top guy champ. Right. But I'm willing to take a look at it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just not sure. What do you, what do you think of him?
3: Um, I mean, obviously, size-wise and build, he's got – visually, he's got all the tools. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm in your boat, though. I don't know that I've seen enough to say – I'm gonna hitch my saddles to this guy.
0: Right. Right. And yeah, that's a good
3: way. To I, say it. I hate. I hate to use this terminology for him because he he may wind up being a great heel champion,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but this almost feels like a transitional situation. Yeah. Where yeah. It's gonna go on Aldis probably at Bound for Glory or something like that, and then Aldis will carry it until Josh comes back.
0: I can see that. Okay. And
3: Josh, yep. you know, you only won it because I wasn't here. Blah blah blah. And he, there's a story to be told there. And sure, you know, you want to give me six months of Aldis and Josh Alexander? I, I'm taking it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: but uh, although you know what, they they took a chance here. Let's see what Macklin does with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll shock us. Yeah, you know, maybe I, be a I'll, great champ.
3: I'll, If they, like you said, if they weren't going to put it on Kishida and then be, you know, play hot potato with it, you know, be super transitional. uh, I like the fact that they they took a shot here. Um, Listen, if Aldis wasn't in the building, I don't know that they go this route. But the fact of the matter is, they did. Mm -hmm. Um, And let's see what Macklin does with it. I don't hate it, though. Um, It didn't bother me watching it. I thought the match was good. I thought the right guy won. Uh and you know what? I, I again I think it's just a situation. Let's let's see what he does with it. You mm-hmm. know, maybe he'll take off or maybe he'll flounder. Uh I think either way, I don't think it's gonna be on him too long. Um then again, who the hell knows? You know, maybe he yeah. does a great job and they say he's gonna beat Nick Aldis and Wait for Alexander to come back. Yeah, maybe.
1: never
0: know.
3: You know, you never know. So yeah. um, I'll, I'll say this. I'd rather see him and Alexander than Kushida and Alexander uh, do a, uh, you know, two, three-month program yeah. getting into yeah, uh, Bound for Glory so I can live with that. I, I also think there's an opportunity for them to tie in uh, this scenario with the main event, uh, mm-hmm. which we'll get to next,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's. Uh... I'll give Scott some credit, too. Scott De more some credit because it's, you know, he had the balls to put the title on Josh. And look yeah. what happened. So maybe he can create Macklin, too. He did. Like another, another mega star here with Josh, like in our eyes, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, maybe maybe he could do it.
3: And, and, let, and let's face it. Um, they had the bully factor with Josh, but that was after he became champion. You know, he, you know. Uh, right. It he he became champion. I think it was. I think it was versus Moose. Um, if my memory serves me. Um, uh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was versus Moose, and then and then the Bully storyline, which really I think solidified his title run, uh, came after that. So
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: So uh, you know, listen, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically react to what we see going forward. Mm-hmm. And not, you know, and not, like, have any preconceived notions about what's going on. But, again, I think what might help uh, Macklin here is what happened in the women's, in the main event, and the knockouts match. You know, uh, they've done a decent job on social media since this has happened. Uh, Diana Purrazzo and him are married. Uh, it's not like a hidden thing <laughs> and he's the champion and mm-hmm. diana was in the main event against um jordan grace as we said mickey james couldn't perform so she put the title up another vacant title and you know before we get into perrazzo which i really want to get into but jordan grace yes not only i i i still advocate for her having the best year as a woman's wrestler last year but her transformation, um, not and I'm not even totally speaking about her appearance. Obviously her appearance is changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean she's built like a brick shit house now. Yeah, like in a in crazy. Like, crazy savage. I, I, I can yeah. see her wrestling guys, like not even kidding. Yeah. Uh but you know, which kudos to her. But also and her work rate. Her, mm-hmm. whatever, I don't want to sound like a fucking smart with the work rate and everything. No,
0: yeah, but yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? I mean, she's awesome. Fucking good.
3: And then Deanna, her transitions from like know. Yeah. holds to submissions, yep. from like wrestling to submission, they are so
0: smooth and yep. perfect. Yep. I like that. I Dude, there's something about her. And I it's just everything I think but you're right it's like she She's goes been, in and start she like starts at a pace and she just gets into this flow mm-hmm. and, and and just keeps flowing like it's it I don't know even know how to explain it without sounding like a complete douche like you said like a mark <laughs> but it's like yeah there's something about her man I just yeah, I no, like just, watching her
3: I think we're just trying to do it justice because it's so good yeah and and I listen I'm bro I've Told you since since I've known you, Diana Prazo You know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I saw her when she was doing indie shows in front of three hundred people, mm. and she was always very good. But she's gotten infinitely better from very good in the ring. But the virtuosa stuff going to Impact from leaving NXT
4: has just taken her to another level, and. Like I said, Mickey James is the best women's
3: wrestler ever. But the best women's wrestler in the world right now is Deanna Prazo And I, I, I'm, I love Rhea Ripley, I, I, Charlotte Flair, Jordan Grace, Tessa Blanchard. Who I put up against any of them, mm-hmm. give me Deanna Prazo She do go okay, what, watch okay. that you just, match again.
0: You just clicked it in my head. Okay, and I think Jordan has something to do with this too because we're seeing. Two people work at the same time, right?
3: Great dance partner. I agree. Like,
0: when you watch Charlotte and Rhea, yes, it was awesome. But there's something about... They click. It's like you could still see a series of moves being formed. I Mm. guess is a way to say it. They're like their matches were a series of good moves.
3: The flow wasn't the same.
0: Yeah. Deanna and Jordan had just like a flow. I don't, again, I don't want to be over dramatic about it, but it sounds, it's like,
3: Uh, you know what? I do want to be over dramatic. I'm just going to say it's
0: almost like hypnotic or something. Bro. Like the, go ahead.
3: (laughs) I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you that. I I know your answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway.
0: Everybody listening is going to say, you guys are crazy.
3: (laughs) Put, Jordan Grace versus Diana Prazo uh-huh. in front of 85,000 people at yes. Stadium. Yes. And you tell me. Yep. That's not a better match.
0: Yep. Now I agree with you. It's just like the Joe Hendry comment, you know, with the 10,000 people doing the song. Yeah. Put that in front put that on WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm listen, I'm going to be fair.
0: With the same amount of push and the same amount of teams,
1: like all of it.
3: I I said this to Smitty, I've said this to other people in the text, and I've said this to you. Actually, I said this on the fucking show after we did after WrestleMania. The first match between Freer and Ripley in front of no fans during COVID was the better match. I'm sorry, it just wasn't. I agree. I agree. It's the better, dude, what they did in front of no one. You can, yeah, millions of people are watching. They were in, in an empty arena mm-hmm. with two commentators, a referee then, and a couple of camera guys. You, I, I can't even fathom how hard that was. Mm-hmm. I, I get anxiety of being in front of a big crowd, but I feel like when they're all at this level, like they want to perform in front of a crowd, right?
0: Right. Yeah. Like. Except for hangman. Like
3: H. baseball players... <laughs> Dude, you want to get it no, going? <laughs> like, dude, imagine, like, think about the baseball players, boom, you know, nobody's there, and you hear, like, hey, dude, d- dude, they want to perform in front of a crowd. I get there's an anxiety of that, too. Okay. But I, I'll i tell you this right now. If you, if you, I, I would say do this. Watch their match at WrestleMania, was it 35, 36, whatever the fuck it was,
1: mm-hmm.
3: in front of no one. Watch it on TV with no sound on. No sound. Just watch it. Then take the match they had at this year's WrestleMania. Watch it again with no sound on. No crowd reaction, nothing. Just watch the two matches. I guarantee you the the better match is the first one. And then I'll guarantee you this. After you do that, watch the Anaprazo and Jordan Gates with no sound and everything else. And you're gonna be like, holy shit, those are the Best yes. wrestling match I've ever fucking seen from women. It's like not even close. I'll tell you this right now. That is the second best women. No. Said it wrong. That is the second best wrestling match I've seen all year
4: behind Osprey and Omega. Period end of story. My opinion. Just saying.
0: Uh okay. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep you honest here. FTR, Briscoes. Oh
3: dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty fucking good too, right? Okay. <laughs> you, you you know what you know? Yeah, no, fuck. But wait, you, when,
2: you wait. Can have an argument? No, that match
3: year. was not this year though. Didn't the last one happen at Final Battle in December? I'm off the hook. I'm off, the, off hook, the hook. Bro. You're off the hook. You're uh, off
0: the hook. Yes, you're off the hook.
3: And and here's where I'm off the hook with that. <laughs> the best match between the. Those te- was their first one too.
0: Yes. Yes. And that
3: you're uh, talking about the third one, the the uh, witch collar match at uh, dog
0: collar match. Dog collar that match.
3: Yeah. I w- and I was at the second one for live, but I still think the first one was better. So got I'm it, off I the agree. hook. All right.
0: right. hope give- you got it. You can you can write it down.
3: Give me give me another one. Is there another one that you would put ahead
4: of Diana and and Greece? Hmm. I'd have to think about it. God,
0: Cody and Roman fucking really... Dude.
4: I know that match was... You're right.
0: uh,
3: You know, the the ending kind of kills it.
0: Yes. The ending kills it. It doesn't meet the demandments because of the finish. The finish is important in the demandments. You could kind of say
3: the same thing about Roman and Sammy, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Literally the same... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not gonna lie though, I pop for solo, bro. I love
0: solo. It's alright. Right. You can pop for him. Uh,
3: yeah. Remember when White House used to bust my balls about the Samoans?
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember.
3: Yeah, yeah. how wrong was he? Yeah,
0: <laughs> dude, we were calling that Samoan shit for years that they should uh, be doing this shit.
3: Dude, do remember They're all like, related? What are they together?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Boom, uh, six months later. Yeah,
3: yeah, just just like the fucking pinnacle, right? Yeah, yeah, we booked that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> just like the pebble, just throwing it just out the there. Just the pebble, yep. Somebody's listening to this shit. I don't All know right. who it is. So, very good pay-per-view, Rebellion. Rebellion,
0: yes, great Impact great
3: Wrestling. We're going to head now is... Oh, yeah, Jekyll and Hyde.
0: Yeah, here <laughs> we go. Uh, here, we,
3: here we go again. So... A.W. Dynamite. Yeah. All right. You know what? Let's. Your overall thoughts on Dynamite. Yeah, let's. You know what? Let's kind of do this how Dip we it texted it. How we texted it last night. We'll, we'll go segment to segment. But let's kind of. Give her overall thoughts of where we were. Okay. <laughs> At about nine something last night when you texted me. And you're like, yeah, the show's hot. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just started it. And then I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then I see uh, Takeshka. Takeshka!
0: Yeah, I popped. I popped for Takeshka to come. And
3: down. it was like, yeah,
4: Takeshka. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
3: There's a run in every
0: match. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you know. All right. Overall thoughts on Dynamite. You know, we might even have to do it. I might give it degrees of bad rating. But go ahead.
0: Okay. So what I when I sent that text, it was like eight forty-five. It was definitely during that. Uh, Blackpool versus uh, elite spot. All and right. Yeah. Okay. Out.
3: So I didn't see it till I got home, which was around twenty after nine. So
0: okay. Yeah, okay. So if you t- if you take that into cons- so basically, what was in my head at that point was that the opening promo with three pillars, and that that's a train wreck now. But we'll get there. And uh, the women's spot, which I thought the outcasts is out there called the outcasts. The three girls, yeah, Paige and all. Uh, they were like, like I thought it was for the first time watching that. I didn't hate it. Okay, so it was like that's a degree's a bad thing. But those three segments, I thought to myself, okay, this is a pretty good this. This is good so far.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know so what I mean? Yeah, yep.
0: Uh, but then, like, I guess uh, I don't even know what segment it was, but it just went downhill, and it went downhill quick, like the rest of the show, and. It, at some point i realized like they're doing i don't want to say it felt like a wwe show but it definitely felt like there was more tv element attempts at it even though i know there's going to be no follow up next week to some of the shit that i saw i felt like they were trying to do something different overall mm-hmm. if that makes sense and i don't i don't know but it, it a lot of it like didn't make sense to me and it just went downhill after that elite spot
4: yeah, um, I agree with you. Um, listen,
3: <laughs> my my overall take on Dynamite last night is: was I entertained in spots? Yes, I'm not. I'm not even. Gonna, yeah, you know, you're watching it, and you're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh, uh, they're fighting. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. All right, all right, all
4: right. And then every started to just lose myself and have a good time with the show i had this literal
3: what the fuck moment like kick me like in the dick <laughs> i don't know how else to say it like what what was what, it what the fuck is going on here what the fuck is going on here
0: what is sammy fuck?
3: no no it's every just every segment I, you know oh I, just uh, okay okay yeah hold on let me let me pull up let's just go segment to segment and i'll i'll all right I'll, yeah i'll yeah. try to explain it as we go through it um so you op- they open the show with the pillars um sammy uh darby and uh jungle boy and then later on mjf gets into this whole thing and i'm sitting here watching this and i gotta be honest at this point and i saw your text and I was kind of like, all right, cool. I can't wait to watch this. And I'm watching this unfold. And I'm watching Darby talk and talk and, talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And I'm just like, somebody sting anybody. Take the fucking mic from him, please. He doesn't He doesn't do a lot for me on the mic. Just being fair. Uh, but, all right, I get it. But uh, we've seen this. Let's put everybody in the ring, and let's play fucking hand the mic off and musical microphone and da-da-da-da-da. All right, Darby talked, and, and then we'll give it to Jungle Boy, and then Jungle Boy attacks Darby and Sammy, and Sammy's like, oh, I was only going to attack Darby, but because you attacked me, Jungle Boy, I'm going to attack you, and then here comes MJF, and I'm just like, you know what? This really is not that good. Being fair, I, I didn't love it. I've liked individual promos throughout this. I liked Jungle Boy with MJF like three, four weeks ago. I like Sammy's promo in Long Island, which was the total wrong place for him to cut that promo. But it was actually good. If it was anywhere else but Long Island, it would have been a great promo. But they totally trashed it last night. We'll get into that.
0: So Uh, this is what I noticed about the beginning, right? So yep. Again, I like the fact that, and this is part of the the story bit that I'm on tonight, but the three of them are in the ring. This needs to happen to tell this pillar story, right? Whether it's jealousy amongst them or this one was this in the beginning of the company, but this one was this, and like this needs to happen, but it's not good. Right. And here's this is what I noticed. Darby can't fucking talk, probably because he's been on the indies and doesn't know how to talk in front of a crowd. He's yeah, he just gets, talking he, he, gets he over fucking by being rambles. A cycle it's like, yeah, he's and talking
3: comes, about nothing. There's yes. no substance to his promos.
0: It, and a lot of a lot of his shit doesn't make sense. Like there was a I don't even know if it was last week or the week before. He's like talking to MJF and he's going, so I was here and I went what was to he, he talking about
3: daycare therapy? yeah and i'm like what, what the fuck are talking you talking about
0: okay you were in therapy okay okay great where are you going with this bro you dude, know like
3: you throw yourself down concrete steps we know you're in therapy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: like but but last night okay
3: Sting saved them on that that yeah too let's be honest he did
0: he did dude but Jungle Boy has the same. And, dude, I don't know what it is about AEW. I don't know if it's their ages or if it's just the generation thing. But Jungle Boy is another one to me that's starting to piss me to fuck off. If you don't want to be there, dude, fucking leave. Because we're talking about Adam Page. Like, all you know, we're constantly making fun of Page, right? <laughs> okay.
3: I mean, it's I, not that hard, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like he's given this position he's world champion at this. uno
3: feel free to let him know too yeah that's uno no please problem. write. Yeah.
0: uno get your tablet out write all this shit down and then pass it on. <laughs> fucking page i don't believe page even likes wrestling anymore like he doesn't <laughs> want to be there i swear like that's why he's so bad same thing with jungle boy he stands there and it's like dude can you please show any fucking emotion do you do you believe your jungle your boy? father you,
3: was an actor yeah, bro yeah act motherfucker do something <laughs> He's out there going. Like, I don't think he was Dylan McKay his entire life.
0: <laughs> Dylan McKay, shout out. He was the man, bro.
3: Let's just, come on, just call him Jack McKay. Have him cut his hair. Like, have his, tell a story where his dad was murdered in like a mob hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bring Brenda back. He starts no. banging Brenda, you know. <laughs> Brenda dude, and Kelly at dude, the Dude, I gotta time. be honest.
3: Anna Jay's hat, but Brenda was hatter. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a fucking eighties, nineties boy. Fucking yeah. Brenda was hotter. I was a Brenda Mark. Uh, I was oh, a remember park. Kelly. Oh was fucking hatter. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: yeah, but dude, dude, dude Jungle remember, Boy is the same d- problem. D-
3: d- remember, when, remember when Kelly from <sighs> from Save by the Bell came to 90210? Mm. Oh, dude. Oh, my dick just tingled. It really did. I'm <laughs> not <might> even <laughs> gonna lie.
4: <laughs>
0: shit was uh, great uh, yeah. maybe we'll review some 90210 next week
3: dude this conversation would be so much better if White House was on just <laughs> oh giggling, my god like, it'd just be like ha ha ha, ha. like move <laughs> on guys and we're like Tiffany Amber Thiessen yeah! yeah and he's like oh fuck the dogs are barking Oh, <laughs> let me grab <gerbil> some ice <laughs>
0: He's, he'd be saying some really intelligent shit about Jungle Boy he right now. over
3: <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> yeah, but in 1983, uh, Ric Flair had long hair. <laughs> yeah, White <I> House <laughs> Tiffany. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, we're going to miss him. He'll be back, though.
0: Oh, he said three weeks, right? Three week layoff, yeah. I think.
3: Yeah, we're holding you to that, you son of a bitch. You better fucking mm. get back in
0: three weeks. Yeah, that's right.
3: All right anyway, we're... To- oh, Jack Perry.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah.
3: I'm like, what the fuck are we even talking about?
0: <laughs> Dude, I don't believe... That- do, do all these guys, like, smoke too much weed? Like, it's like you can't get a oh, fucking okay. reaction I'm, out of any, bro, of any of
3: them. Bro, I've been to a lot of indie shows. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> before you get in, when you're you're waiting outside half the time in the cold, because... God forbid they lay you in the arena early. I'm right. like, you know what? They can't lay you in early because there's all this secretive shit going on. Yet half the rosters outside smoking weed. Did I say that? Oh,
0: oh. oh okay. I'm, you just you smell it and then you <sighs> see them. So you're, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Hashtag four twenty.
0: Is today four twenty? It is. Actually, hey, happy four twenty, everybody. <laughs> I
3: don't really celebrate but yeah
0: so if you do you know
3: so i was at the gym today i'm like where the fuck smitty and i'm like all right he's not here news we do our cardio together it makes it go fast we shit on wrestling and talk about wrestling and Mm. talk about uh the last kingdom we were talking about the other day whatever whatever we get through our cardio then we lift and i'm sitting i'm like where the fuck smitty and i'm like do my cardio half an hour start lifting where the fuck smitty then all of a sudden i feel my phone brain and i pull it out he's Happy 420, fellas! I'm at the dispensary! Like, (laughs) for food trucks and... What the fuck? And then Konda's like, dude, food trucks, like, before noon on a Thursday? (laughs) Damn, bro! Dude, this whole thing went on. So then later in the day, I found this meme. uh, Who's the guy from The Simpsons with the mustache that, like, uh, their neighbor... Like this stupid fucking, like, prudy guy, whatever. Oh, the geeky
0: guy. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: yeah. I oh,
3: Hold on, I'm going to read. Hold on, I'm going to pull up to me. I'm going to read it to you exactly what it said. So okay. I sent it to the group. <laughs> and this is not because I'm against weed. I just thought it was funny. Okay. For all you who smoke the Devil's Levis on 420, it shows that guy with a bicycle helmet on in, in like, the Simpsons
0: window. Christ
1: is watching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is it ned flanders yeah yes yes okay
3: yeah very much so it's very much so oh man that's funny i knew you would remember the
4: name Uh, Mm -hmm. i mean oh but anyway okay jack perry (laughs) yeah dude i'm with you um
3: i don't here here's what i don't this whole pillar
4: thing it almost seems like I don't want to call it a goof. Mm -hmm. But,
3: okay, let me say it to you this way. Does it feel like mid-card?
0: Very much. Yeah. Very
3: much. All right, so it's not just me, because I'm just like, this this is not enough for your fucking champion again, dude. Right. So when Kenny Omega was your champion, he felt like the fucking champion. Yep. Love him or hate him? When John Moxley was your champion, he felt like the fucking champion. When Chris Jericho was your champion, Ole Champion, late champion, every fucking week, late champion mm. at death, he felt like your fucking champion. Yep. When Adam Page was your champion, did he feel like your champion? I don't even want to bring up Punk because he wasn't – it didn't, unfortunately, I get it. I get it. because of yep. injuries. But he, my guess is he would have felt like a champion. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But when Adam Page was your champion, he didn't feel like a champion. MJF? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I get what they're trying to do. And yeah. I don't hate it. It's just not fucking working.
0: Working, yes. That's a great way to say it. it
3: and if I'm Tony Khan, and I'm... I'm me. Listen, we've talked about this, and I we've been advocates for saying push the younger guys. I don't know, man. I just don't know that they have... MJF's ready with the right MJF Punk, MJF Omega, probably MJF and Adam Cole, which I think they'll, they'll probably go to soon. Um, we, we could get to that. Uh, yeah. This... Is not working. It's just not working.
1: Like, let me put it. The thing. Yeah.
3: Coming, coming into this again. I'm gonna go back to where I was in, in the Impact show, where I was like in the in the three way match for the X division. I'm like, I got it all wrong. This one, I got it all wrong because if you had put them in front of me coming into this, I would have said Jungle Boy won, coming off the Christian win. He's got to be the number one. Then I would have put Darby just because it's Darby and he's a fucking lunatic and everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. And Sammy's been doing basically nothing. And everybody hates him. He's an, annoyed the fuck out of everybody forever. And then watching all this, Sammy's the best challenger. Yes. And they ruined that yes. this week.
0: I was thinking the same thing, dude. Same thing because I thought Sammy was the best in that in that promo. I thought Sammy was the most believable. I he's believe been the best the whole way. when Sammy's a douche and he knows he's a douche, I believe he knows he's a douche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's obviously the most ready out of those three guys.
3: They could you know what? They had another opportunity to get him over uh-huh. and they floundered it again. <laughs> and then what do they do? We'll get to it. He comes <laughs> out with Ty Mello
4: again.
3: Dude. I'm just like, they I'm like. If you could, if you could have wrote a storyline to literally make this the worst it could possibly be,
4: yeah. Yeah. what I
3: would do is have him come out with Ty Mello last night, and he came out with Ty fucking Mello. Yeah. I could, bro. I could not even. I can't even. I nothing they do surprises me anymore. But that one, I was just like, come on, bro. I listen. If I sat on here before the show happened, I would have been like, the wor- I'm not even kidding. The worst thing they could do right now is send him out with Ty Mello.
1: They <laughs> send him out with Ty Mello. Yep.
3: I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I know I'm getting angry myself, but bro, I was literally I want to rip my hair out of my head. We got to we got to get to other things before we get there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. So I'll just put this out there. The uh, the um, Bleacher Report Raider had it. That as a C plus. I mean, that's kind of being nice. That whole segment there. Yeah. All right. So then we got into the uh, women's match. Uh, Britt Baker, Jamie Hader versus uh, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. Obviously with Soraya out there. Uh, we we got. This is not a bad story.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. You have the three that came from WWE. Worse. I, I don't know if I want to put Jamie. Hader I, I would. See, that's, my as, pro-
0: that's my problem with the story.
3: Yeah. As Britt Baker.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. I mean. It, it almost should be. Uh. What's her name? Uh.
4: The chick that's hurt. Uh. They were crushing on all access. Uh. Her and
3: Britt, uh, Thunder Rosa, thank you. Yeah. They had the hardcore match, you know, the whole thing that kind of got the women's division rolling. It, if it's not her, it should be Sheeta, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: 100%. Yeah, Sheeta and Britt, like, they they kind of made the women's division. Because mm-hmm. uh,
0: uh, Hater, Hater was in NXT, right? Uh,.
3: I don't recall.
0: She might White have. House? White House, was she?
3: Yeah, dude, That's what we need, White House. I
0: know. He would know that like right, <laughs> right away.
3: Hang on. I'm going to look it up really fast.
0: Okay. Because I feel like if she was, this is going to be a heel turn and Britt's going to be the only one left.
3: Which it probably should
0: be. It would make sense if yeah, she came to the
3: next um, I don't recall, but again...
4: I got out on NXT, Jamie Hader. wrestler. All right, hang on. Okay, here we go. Jamie Hader.
0: Maybe she wasn't.
3: Nope. Nope. Okay. Revolution, independent, stardom. Oh, okay. wait, hold on. Oh. Nope. 2019 NXT UK, so okay. kind of sorta, kind of sorta. Uh, I know it's NXT UK, so it's probably not as, but still, right. I get where you're, I get where you're going with all that. Okay. Um, I I I still don't think when you look at the laying the groundwork, uh, Statlander would be it. I know she's always hurt, but yeah, she I, I'm just trying right. to think of the names. Yeah. Thunder Rosa, Statlander, Cheetah, uh, Rio,
0: Rio, Nyla I mean, Rose.
3: Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, even Nyla Rose, um, are probably the better options to be.
0: Actually, if you if you go back, Penelope the, like the women's was one. the women
3: the women's pillar,
0: who Penelope?
3: Yeah, yeah, yep. Penelope Ford. Yep. Um. Even
4: uh, what's her butt? Who? Bunny. Buddy? Like, like, uh, the
3: Bunny
0: in the Bleed? Oh, Bunny. I thought you said Buddy. Like, I was saying Buddy Matthews. (laughs) 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 What?
3: (laughs) He's smashing Rhea and making him watch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah,
0: Dom, watch Mommy get (laughs) fucked. and I watched
3: dude huh? dude, I, dude could you imagine me a buddy matthews and and like having your girlfriend like literally like spend her entire life dragging around like this fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> at another <laughs> wrestling show dude dude it's either it's like makes his sex life the greatest it's ever been or he wants to strangle both of them yes, it. okay. yeah right. it's it there's no middle ground there really there's no middle ground <laughs> all right yeah that's funny could you imagine like what do you say like imagine like all right so so somebody pitches the idea to rick like hey we're gonna have you be like dom's mommy his mommy yeah you're gonna like uh you know uh you know do the thing with dom you know storyline oh okay so they go out to dinner and he's, hey buddy, I know you're in AEW now and you're not wrestling because Malachi Black is having a mental breakdown or whatever the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh while you're doing that, I yeah, I'm gonna have a love affair with uh, Rey Mysterio's very tall son. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you have that conversation?
0: <laughs> That's a great I would love to see that.
3: I'm literally th- listen you want to sell all access yes that's what i need to see (laughs) that's what i need to see i don't need to see the young bucks like groveling to everybody
0: yes that would be great
3: there is some good stuff there is some good stuff on all access but then i start watching it and i'm like yeah mark calloway was really right like they're a bunch yeah they're a bunch of pussies
0: yeah so different dude yeah so different uh, okay. Anyway,
3: <laughs> all right. So you have these uh, ladies tag match here. Uh, let me uh, pull up my thing here. Um,
0: Britt Baker in Pittsburgh, by the way. Yeah. Uh,
3: listen, she's very, she's pretty much over everywhere they go now. But yeah, she's stupid over in
0: Pittsburgh. Yeah.
3: Um, and I got listen. Shout out to Pittsburgh. They have they have a really good crowd in Pittsburgh for Ew. Uh, not only for Brit for the whole show, uh, uh, it's what three, four times now they've been been there, maybe more Mm -hmm. very good crowd. Um, yeah. And they're, they're stupid over for Brit. Um, and listen, Brit's good. I think, you know, her in ring needs a little bit of work. It's getting better. Uh, but I'll tell you this: she works hard, man. She does. Uh, she's she does. improved like in ring. She's improved with the microphone. Um, you know what? Everything that she's done is what the fucking guy pillars need to do,
0: right? Yeah, that's a good way to put it.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah I just thought of that because I'm like, you know what? You were just saying the shit about Jungle Boy and Darby, and you know what? And you're right. But everything that. You know what? She might not be the best. She might not be Deanna Perazzo or Charlotte Flair right now, which, listen, most people aren't going to be that. But sh- if you look at Britt Baker now from where she was two years ago, that's a massive improvement. Dude, you could argue. And she's a fucking dentist for a regular <laughs> day. And then, and, then, and then look at those other. Th-
0: you could You could make the argument that if the four of the pillars quote-unquote are in the ring and she came out in that ring and said there are five pillars in this company dicks she might be you might look at that and go okay mjf one brit baker two or sammy two probably brit and then the other three guys are below her
3: i mean championship wise it's her yeah it's her i think
0: maybe promo wise character wise it's her yeah yeah you
3: know? yeah and now she's she's attached to and you know it We'll get to it, but she's also attached to somebody that clearly is going to get a major push here.
0: Oh, clearly.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> he's and definitely
0: John Cena. He's he's getting ready to be John Cena right now. <laughs> oh yeah, oh
3: yeah. And and I and I'm a big Adam Cole mark, so I'm not I'm not opposed to them pushing Adam Cole. I'm no, not me even saying that At all. And coming, I, think they sh- I think they should push Adam Cole, but I think they should push him in the right way, and that's going to be the issue mm-hmm. because again. I hate that we have to look at things this way, but like the match we were talking about on Impact, you have to look at how you get there. Yeah. Because you're trying to bring in new viewers. You're trying to make people excited about your show. You can get to the right spot in the wrong way and kill it, or you could get to the spot in the right way and have people be like, holy shit, that's the same guy I saw on NXT. Me, personally, although... What Adam Cole and NXT was great, and I saw most of it, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck.
4: Right. Because I
3: saw Adam Cole way before he was in NXT. Right. And I know how good he is. And I, and I can't stand people dragging on him because he went to AEW and because he was booked shitty when he got there. But that's the story for another day. Yeah. We're sure. gonna, we'll get into it. And I, and I feel like they're making all the same mistakes again. But, again, we'll get there. Okay. So, women's tag match. Uh Tony Storm. Was it oh no? It was Ruby. Uh Brit hits her with uh Panama Sunrise.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Hits her with the curb stop which obviously Panama Sunrise, her and Adam Cold are I don't know that I've ever saw her do that before. Have you? I, I don't think I think that was the first time.
0: I think I think she's been doing it. I'm not sure.
3: Oh, recently. I I maybe I, I just think. didn't notice it. Well, you gotta remember, prior to him being hurt. They, other than uh the Owen tournament they never really addressed them being together on TV
0: no so was, this is yeah.
3: still a little bit new but yep. okay and I don't have a problem with it I'm just saying Panama sunrise curb stop which is something she does then mm-hmm. she transitions into this the uh submission hold mm-hmm. um and gets the tab out Ruby Soho the whole thing uh so they win the match blah 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 her and Jamie Hader. Uh, obviously
4: hometown, you put her over, get the big pop. No problem with that. Moving on from there. Uh, we get the elite hit the ring. Obviously Omega Young Bucks. They start cutting this. Promo. Uh,
3: This is like a weird spot for them. I don't think they're the greatest in this spot. I, I, so I got this. Be is honest. what
0: you're. This is what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. I think. Yeah. They. I, they're they're being serious, elite right here.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because Kenny's, Kenny's saying like, "You hurt my friends." You, yeah. Matt's in the hospital, and Matt's like looking down. You I should have like, got you
3: with the screwdriver. <laughs> yeah,
0: I should have stabbed you in the face or whatever. They're trying to be serious, and it comes off like this is how it comes off.
3: You know what? Serious. I don't know if
0: it's bad. I don't like. It's just so weird to see them being fucking yeah. serious for once. You know?
3: Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it's it's their persona in AEW because again, if you go back to New Japan, uh, cleaner,
0: cleaner Bullet Club.
3: Yeah, with, they were
0: like this all the time. AJ
3: <laughs> out of there. Yeah. Uh If if I mean if you go back and watch that time frame. The Young Bucks were heels in New Japan.
0: Yes, 100%. And
3: they played that role. Yeah. Very well, by the way.
0: Yep. And, and they've a been, lot of
3: people forget that.
0: They've been playing sc- screwball role for so long, we forget. Too long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what happened. And
3: I think that's why it popped so hard for Kenny when he cut the the promo against Osprey in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a the demeanor was just, holy shit. I haven't seen that guy since he faced Okada Mm -hmm. or since he faced Jericho in New Japan.
0: And that's the thing that pisses me off about these guys, because obviously they can turn it on and off if they want.
3: Yeah, but but here's the thing. I don't think they see what we're talking about.
0: They might not.
3: And I don't think anybody there either sees it or has the balls enough to say it. Yeah. 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 Because what would you rather see? Badass Bullet Club Elite versus... Uh, uh Blackpool Combat Club or Goofy fucking uh dorks yep. versus well, Bull- I I I mean there's there's just not even an answer there. I Actually, mean the answer's you know, obvious there.
0: I know it's not gonna happen, and I'm not gonna go off on a fantasy booking tangent, but what I would love to fucking see is Jay White and them backstage. Maybe they're just walking by each other and Jay White throws it up and says, Do you guys remember what the fuck this means?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and that's it just walk away yeah 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 you remember what this is? can you find your balls again yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. I mean? yeah.
0: <laughs> basically
3: um yeah hundred percent hundred percent um and I'll tell you who really saved this for me was Daniel uh, Brian Danielson
0: yes yeah. Uh,
3: yeah it was kind of getting like uh what the fuck is Kenny talking about blah 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 and then Danielson hits the screen. And uh, so basically, what happened is they come out. Uh, Mega grabs the microphone. Ah, we let's fight right now. It's just I don't know. I just didn't buy it at first. Mm-hmm. And then Danielson hits the screen, you know, with the microphone, the whole thing. And Danielson <laughs> first thing he does, what did he call him? Amateurs.
0: Yes, he did call him amateurs. And, uh,
3: and you want to know something? Like, I, I know deep down he's not actually saying that. Like, CM Punk, if he said it, he probably <laughs> thought it. And I don't know that Danielson thought it. Maybe he does. I don't know. I don't want to yeah. get him head right. But you want to know something? When he said it, I thought it. <laughs>
4: 100%,
3: yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? He's not fucking wrong. Like, I know he's supposed to be the heel, and I'm supposed to be mad that he said it. <laughs> but I'm actually happy he said it because he's fucking right about it. Right. Yeah. And then he goes the whole thing. And then Yuta, uh, Moxley, and Claudio attack them from behind. They have the fight. Uh, kind of back and forth. And then... Uh, Blackpool starts getting the upper hand. Don Callis comes out with a chair. And Davidson's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, that was funny. So funny. So Callis drops the chair, runs into the back. And I'm like, what the? Honestly, bro, you know what I thought was going to happen? I thought Callis was going to turn on the elite last night. And he was going to join the back pool. Like, take the real role.
0: Well, I hate to say this, but I thought he was getting Jay White. Okay. That's what I right. that's what I thought was with right. the ring.
3: But what he comes out with is Takeshka. But some of you out there might be saying it's Takeshka. Why? He's been recruiting Takeshka for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So at least it had some continuity. It made sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Takeshka comes out like a ball of fire, crowd pops. I popped,
0: I popped. Yeah.
3: You popped. Yep. You know very good. Tekashi comes out, you know, gets they get the upper hand and now you have 4 on 4 scenario. The one question I have with Tekashi coming out is obviously Hangman's coming back at some point. And my my guess is Matt is too fucked up to actually wrestle a match with the f- bicep I'm shocked he's back. If he actually has a torn bicep, there's no way he can.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if that's if it's the report is wrong, because if that's a torn bicep, he shouldn't be doing anything.
3: Right. Right. That's my question. But I'm also wondering if they're going to pull him and put hangman back in.
0: Maybe. Yeah, that
3: that's what because now you have the fourth guy. Right. Like. You if you pop shot or Blackpool is going to pick up a fifth guy, who knows?
0: <laughs> it's AEW. Yeah, you never know.
3: Yeah, who knows? You know, Lance Archer needs something to do. Blackpool Comeback Club. You know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, maybe he could. I mean, we could change his hair to blue this time. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Nothing against Lance either. I love Lance. But anyway, that you got that there, and it wasn't a bad segment. I don't. I, it started off eh, but Danielson saved it. The fight was good. Takeshka, good pop. And then you have something to build on there. All right. Uh, Going forward here. Okay. TNT Championship Math. Wardlow Powerhouse Hobbs. All right. I'm WTF here uh, for me.
0: Here's one. Yep. Here's the first. I think this is where it started for me. The
3: the, the match isn't bad. Wardlow. The promo talking about uh, the horsemen. I learned from another horseman. Obviously, he's talking about Tully. Right. And now I have another horseman to back me up. I don't and get it. It's Arn. Okay. I
0: don't, it. I don't get it though. I don't get it.
3: You you don't think he needs somebody though? Eh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think again, WTF? You know what I mean? Like, all right, you didn't see this coming from anywhere. It's almost like, okay, I have to counter QT with with Arn. Right, yeah. This is what I would have rather have him say. I learned from a horseman, blah, 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 and then have it actually be Tully. That, I would have think, would have been better because he has the rapport, right? Does he need it? I, I Personally, he looks stupid with his haircut. I hate
0: it. Oh, anyway, I, I think so, too. Yeah,
3: here's right. the other thing. Too he lost
0: his... Hobbs
3: Hobbs defended his title more times for N E W than he did for AEW before they had this match. Ridiculous. (sighs) You you killed both guys with this story.
0: I almost thought like.
3: They're playing hot potato with this title again. It's the same. This. This is how they killed Darby. Yes. This is fucking title. Yep. This is how they killed Sammy with this fucking title. And now they kill Hobbs with this fucking title. And by extension, probably Wardlow, because does this really feel that like special?
0: No, see, nah. this is what this is what I thought was gonna happen because of what you're just saying. I thought, all right, somebody's gonna get killed here in this match because somebody's gotta lose, right? He's bringing up Tully. He's bringing up Arn, And I kind of rolled my eyes when Arn came out because I thought they're going to fucking redo the Horsemen again. Again. Oh, you and thought they not going to do like yeah, another I, I thought, or Yeah. So your I, FTR is going to run out. <laughs> well, no, not, not that. I thought they were starting from scratch with Arn. Well, the we're
3: going to get to what FTR is doing too because.
0: I thought the only uh, way you save the loser right. is by having him join the winner. So I'm sitting there watching this. Arn takes out QT. I thought there was going to be a big fucking thing after the match. Wardlow talking to Powerhouse like, come with us. You know, Arn talking. Oh, okay. It, like, okay, so then you have
3: yeah, but what the did first do? two
0: members or whatever, right? Because then I thought, okay, well, that'll kind of save Powerhouse.
3: All right, all right. Actually, I kind of like what you're talking about better than what they did.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> that didn't happen. His and, 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 is dead now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the point. He's he's gone. Yeah. He's in another planet. Who knows where he's gonna go? Um, and then, although I really like Christian Cage, I really do, and I think he's got a a lot to offer to the company. He's been great mm-hmm. so far. Uh, I just don't get this one. Now Christian Cage comes out with
4: luchasaurus
3: mm-hmm. all right yeah you want to know what I, I might even like it better if it was just Christian Cage without luchasaurus
0: you know what I mean like I think you're looking at it wrong he's the manager now that was all about luchasaurus I think yeah
3: yeah that's But that's right I don't like it
0: well yeah, I don't know no, 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 I agree no. with I agree with you 100% because no, I no, thought but,
3: okay so let me explain it better good I would like it better if Christian Cage was gonna test his medal mm-hmm. in the ring, mm-hmm. Christian versus Wardlow. Right. Although Hobbs is fucked. At least now you got Christian versus Wardlow and now you got you got somewhere to go. Right. But like you said, this this is gonna be Lucha versus Wardlow, and maybe you get Christian versus Wardlow. Maybe.
0: Maybe, yes. Maybe it goes there.
3: Maybe.
0: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing I don't with love this it. belt. I don't know what they're doing with this division. I don't think they know.
3: And, let, and let's be honest. I I don't want to hear from an AEW fan that, oh, it would give him over to go against Christian. Oh, really? Let me let me ask you a question. Where's uh Anthony Agogo?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Cody did his... What did Cody do to get that fucking guy over? We, don't, we haven't even seen him in any, what 18 months, two years?
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: So we'll tell me, hey,
4: catch the king, we got him over. Here go Dude.
3: You can never you when you watch AEW. <laughs> you need to not watch it yeah. and think logical. Yeah. You need to watch it and think. How are we going to fuck this up?
0: Yeah, you got to think opposite. You, you <laughs> and, do, because that's what happens every time.
3: And if they don't fuck it up, you'll be happy. Because I'm telling you right now, if you think they're going to go the right way, I tell you, you are going to be disappointed every time. Mm-hmm. What? Bro, let me ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> We've been watching AEW since it started. Yep. How many times have you been like, wow, they got it right? Now, I'm not even saying yes. all oh, was fun. The pay per view was good. It was uh, dynamite. Was entertaining. Yeah, you know what? We've had those moments. We've had that. We've had mm-hmm. this. We've had that. How many times have you been like, they got it right?
0: Maybe one.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say maybe three or four. <laughs> You're worse than me.
0: Like, the dude. Besides, besides the. The, pin, the, the double turn turn with the, mm-hmm. or twist twist with the, the pinnacle.
3: They, they got that right. Yep.
0: That was fucking great. But that's got, the one thing that jumps out at me. Like,
3: Well, er, er, they got everything with Cody wrong.
0: Yeah. Uh, God, the first two, what, year or two with Omega and Hangman and
3: oh, the okay, fucking we, weird elite shit. We were, s- shit we're, and, we were uh, screaming, screaming about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I, I, I'll say this. They got Omega and Danielson kind of right for one night mm-hmm. I was there. Yep. But the follow there was no follow-up.
0: Nope.
3: Uh you know you know what I'm saying? Is like uh I, I, I could give you fifty examples right now of what they fucked up.
0: Yeah. There aren't many moments that you could point to that was like fucking earth shattering or whatever. Like
3: Right. So how are you supposed to be like Oh, they're going to get it right with Wardlow now. Oh, they're going to get it right with the Pillars now. Oh, they're going to get it right with FTR now. Oh, they're going to get it right with fucking Mark Briscoe. I mean,
0: ha! Oh, jeez.
3: We'll get there.
0: Just move on to the next thing, because we're... Uh, Yeah. uh, aye. aye, aye.
3: Switchblade J-Way for Commander and Commander this match.
0: This fucking
3: go, go, go first, bro. Go first, please, because right, I'm going to lose is, my mind.
0: I see somebody imitating Phoenix, and he fucking sucks at it. That's who Commander <laughs> is.
3: Dude, thank you. Dude, it it's so, so much worse. Than him.
0: I hated everything about everything that he did in this match. He, he's doing the fucking jumping between the second and the third rope, uh, switching his feet. Over, it looks fall like he's going to no. fall over, and oh. he's fucking, oh, my God, stop.
3: And Jay White's standing there waiting Holding his him. hand, fucking. Why is Jay White agreeing to this? Why, Jay White? Why?
0: Already. Yeah, fucking. it's just his first fucking match. First fucking match, Bullet Club gold. Okay, what is this? Is it going to be a tag team? Or are they going to be a stand? Who fucking cares? Because he's standing there holding the guy's hand for 10 minutes as he's doing this fucking stupid jump shit that he can't do as good as
4: Phoenix does it.
0: Oh, he's well, going to uh, run across the rope. He's going to tightrope this Ricky like Phoenix. After he, dude, that... he nearly killed himself. He didn't do it.
3: Yeah. You know what? Actually, he Jay at... White, he <laughs> saved him the first time. He saved him the me. second time. And then the third time, he finally did it, and he caught him for breaking his fucking neck. <laughs> and then what do we get from Tony Khan? Oh, show. yeah. All Elite Commander. Dude, <sighs> dude, this is the second coming of fucking pockets. It's actually worse I'd rather see pockets.
0: I think I would, too.
3: Dude, why do I need to see this guy every week? Okay. I I understand taking a star. Jay White is a star. They are bragging, bragging. (laughs) I'll say it again. Bragging that they stole Jay White from WWE. He was going to sign with WWE, and now he signed with us. And what... they, they get in the room and they say, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have uh, C.J. Parker. What the fuck is his name now? Juice Robinson
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, attack uh, Ricky Starks, the pebble, the Rick. We're going to have him attack him. And I'm, in my mind, I'm watching this. I'm like, how the fuck is this Um, Juice Robinson and not Jay White? That's literally what I was thinking. So, finally, they get to the point where it's Jay White. Okay, good. All right. Now we're where we need to be. So, what we need to do from here is book Jay White strong and book Ricky Stark strong and bring them to a collision course, right? right. And then maybe every now and then, Juice Robinson and Jay White beat the shit out of Ricky Starks or smash his car or whatever because they do all that shit in AEW. Okay, I can live with all that because we're going to get to that point. Okay, good. Here we are. I, I can live with all this. Mm-hmm. Then how do you go from all that to let's have his first match be against Commander?
0: <laughs> and and he's putting Commander over during the match.
3: Did The whole match. Bro, Bro, this, bro I, this is the last thing I'm saying about this match because I, I don't care. This match is fucking atrocious. Mm. I don't care. I don't fucking care. But this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. <laughs> We, how many times? First year of ABW during COVID, whatever else, uh, screamed about Omega and Cody doing this. Yep. Putting these guys over that don't deserve to be put over. Yep. You don't have to do a job for these guys. Them being on TV is putting them over. Yep. Let them figure that out elsewhere. What you need to do is make yourself look great. Make yourself look strong. Make yourself look like a champion. Cody and Omega lost their way when they did this shit. And what does Jay White do the minute he comes to AEW? The same
2: fucking thing.
3: Yep. Dude, I was losing my mind. Any more yep. thoughts on this? We'll move on because we're uh we're uh we're going long here.
0: Okay. Uh, No. And
3: we'll we'll get it moving here. We'll get it moving.
0: Okay. No, I agree with you 100%.
3: I was was just looking at the clock. I'm like, holy shit. Yep. All right. So, Jay Wade defeats Commander. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The Greater gave it a B. I give that an F.
0: Fuck that. No. Yeah, I'm with you. All All
3: right. right, So, quickly here, uh, we have a couple things to get through. All right. Let's be quick. Uh, This is another thing we're going to trash. Uh, Adam Cole and his uh, face-to-face with Chris Jericho. I didn't hate it at first. Uh Um, I did do a WTF when Adam Cole went into the, oh, I watched you as a kid and I respect you and blah, 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 blah. And then Jericho shook his hand and I was like, "Mm, all right, what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. And then Jericho starts talking and says, I don't respect you. Blah, blah, blah. You should never beat your heroes. And I'm like, okay, this is this is good. All right. Then Garcia hits the ring. They beat the shit out of Cole. All right. Still yep. good. Yep. You know, this is what the JAS does. Okay. Um, now it's AEW. <laughs> so in my head right now, no one should save Adam Cole. You should get the shit kicked out of them and probably be pulled out by the doctor and they should sell it as, oh, my God, is this guy injured again? Because we just showed on all access that Adam Cole almost never wrestled again. So you could play that up. Now, that's where I would have went with it. I don't know anything but the pebble. Uh, but that's where I would have went. So what do they do? Here comes Britt Baker. And yep. you know what the first thing that went to my head when she came out is, is this Adam Baker, like Mike Canillis? like you mm. know he's the secondary to his wife. Mm. Like we have to bring his girlfriend out because it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that literally is what went through my head, and I'm like, this is bullshit. And Adam Cole deserves better. And <laughs> what do they do? Ruby Soho, Soraya, and Tony Stark are hiding under the ring jericho planned it listen you want to be the alternative you want to be the edgy wrestling show you cannot treat your fans like they're eight years old yeah and that's what they did and then what do they do they handcuff him to the rope which is not exactly what they did to Edge, but he couldn't get to his wife. The only thing they didn't do here, then, what happened to Edge and Beth in the storyline with uh, the Finzi group there... um, Judgment Day. uh, Judgment Day, thank you. I don't know why when I do a show I always forget their name. Judgment Day. The only thing they didn't do was give Britt a concerto. They just hit her 50 times with a kendo stick, which is basically the same thing. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, they just jocked WWE. Now, I will give them credit for this. It got heat with the crowd. Mm -hmm. It got heat with the crowd. I get that. And I'm just saying they jocked WWE. Okay, I'm willing to say, let's see where it goes from here. I didn't love it, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. With this one, although I didn't love it. Your thoughts?
0: Okay, so this is this was my whole problem. Earlier in the night, Britt had her moment, right?
3: You didn't need to bring her back out.
0: You didn't need to bring her back out. She already had her moment. Great. What I fully expected was, and it's because, like you said earlier, you can't think logically because I was thinking logically. The last time we saw Cole, he came out and checked on Keith Lee after the match. Yeah, you or thought
3: Keith three would come out again. Ex-
0: fully expected Keith Lee to be the one to come out. It was Britt Baker. So not only did you not need to oh, do it. Oh, can I? I'm sorry. They, to took, cut- they took away her win, by the way, by doing this. But go ahead.
3: Yeah. No, I, I would say, sorry to cut you off, but uh, they posted a still photo of Keith Lee outside the ring and Adam Cole talking to him. And the WWE fans were saying, Adam Cole left WWE because he didn't want to be Keith Lee's manager, only to become Keith Lee's manager. All right, that's not what fucking happened. Maybe watch the show. Maybe
0: watch the show before you. Please
3: watch the show because it's not even close to what happened. No, Adam Cole wrestled Daniel Garcia. That's
0: ridiculous.
3: Adam Cole wrestled Daniel Garcia. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the breakdown here for you idiots that think that's what happened. Adam Cole wrestled Daniel Garcia in his first in his first match back, which they made a big deal out of, which, which is great. Adam Cole, they, they did the confetti. Britt came out and hugged them. This is where they started, you know, reminding everybody they're dating the whole thing. While this happened, Daniel Garcia is still in the ring. The confetti's falling on him. Jericho came out to get him and was pissed off that they did all this while he's laying in the ring. That's the story, right? So Cole having these issues with the JAS, Keith Lee has a save with Cole the next week. Keith Lee then is fighting Jericho. And Cole comes out to help him because he's fighting the JAS. So what you're saying makes all the sense in the world that Keith Lee would then come out and help Cole again right. because they've been kind of brothers in arms fighting the JAS and mm-hmm. had nothing to do with him managing him. Yep. I don't even know where this fucking came from, you idiot WWE fans.
0: Yep, some idiot.
3: Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm not saying all. You, you know what I'm saying. It, right. Don't take it literally. <laughs> uh I don't wanna I don't you know I don't wanna insult anybody, but yeah, I actually I don't really care, but whatever. Uh but anyway, he's not his manager. Oh he's no, oh, he's no oh, he's, oh, he's his manager. Oh you're dumb as fuck. Oh. yeah, stupid shit. Uh, anyway, so long story short, Britt came out, didn't love it. Jocked what when happened with uh Beth and and, and Edge. Didn't Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. Uh but I'll agree with the live crowd, it definitely got heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how that all plays out. Um The one thing about it though is <laughs> Brett, I'm sorry. Why is he apologizing? I, I don't know. I didn't get that part. Remember, he comes
0: Brett, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I guess he was blaming himself for putting her in that situation somehow. Yeah, but she ran out. She I came mean, out. He yeah.
3: didn't like bring. Like if he came out with her, I could see that. It, it, I, I, you know, whatever. Um, it was kind of cute. They had the same shoes on, though. I, you know, it was like Matt and Nick Jackson. Only was Adam Cole and <laughs> Baker. Right. Who are? I, listen, I like. I'm not knocking Adam Cole. I love Adam Cole. I, I hope they push, get through this pillar bullshit, which should be good, but it sucks. And I would do Cole and MJF for the title at All In. That's me. I, I think you could get there. Um, but this is assuming Jericho gets him to where he needs to be. Right. I know he could get where he needs to be if it's done proper, but can, is Jericho going to play ball? I hope so. Okay. Anyway,
0: I think, I think it will.
3: Yeah. Just in the interest of time here, um, quickly backstage segment trainer, you have FTR Going in to check on Mark Briscoe, who was beat down, uh, and he's with uh, Double J and Lethal, and they're setting up a they're setting up a match for Rampage, and they're saying that uh, Mark can't compete, and he wants FTR to tag with Lethal and Double J. I don't know what the fuck is going on here, and I'm. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this, and you can jump in. All we heard when this company started is how they were going to put tag team wrestling on the map. When the fuck are they actually going to do it? Great. You
0: have the best
3: tag team in the world. Maybe second best to the Usos. Either way, one of the best top tag teams in the world. Holding your belts right now, and this is what you're doing with them. And you wonder why nobody takes your tag team title seriously. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead.
0: No, it's true. It's true. I don't even know how, why Briscoe's with them. I don't understand it to begin with. It happened well, they, last week. Um, what happened? I don't get it, bro. I,
3: I don't get it. I don't get it. And here's, dude, <laughs> if, if Tony, if you had any brains left, and it, it's already too late, but if you had any brains left, you could have pushed Mark to the moon off of I'm not saying it to exploit Jay's death. I'm right. saying it to do justice to who the Briscoe's are. Right. That's what I'm saying it for.
0: And the fact that Jay never had the opportunity to be right. in your company.
3: It, <laughs> right. Jay never had the opportunity to do what Mark can now do. Yeah. And you don't fucking do it with him when he couldn't oh, I don't know dude. I know, dude.
0: I'm I, know. Lose it. I know. I right. know. It's fucking Go ahead. atrocious. Go ahead and it's horrible because I I I didn't horrible know horrible for
3: actually. FTR too. Yeah. And, and it makes me wonder why FTR fucking came back to this fucking bullshit. Um, all right. Then you had the, uh, uh was it a six man tag or yeah, six man tag, Jas, uh, daddy magic and his partner there. And, uh, Jake Hager, Versus uh, the
0: Acclaim. I'll be honest with you. I skipped it. I skipped this match. Okay.
3: Uh, The only good thing about this match was um, Max Castler's rap coming in.
0: Okay. I did watch the rap. I thought the rap was good. Very
3: funny. And the best part of it, I don't know what he said. Because they bleeped it out, as usual. So, we'll leave it at that. But shout shout out to them. Scissor me daddy ass. And then... Was there anything in between that and the main? No, I no, think I that was think it. So. Yeah. So we get we get to the main event, and it's oh, the one segment we have to bring up, and I think we passed over it. Was MJF and Sammy in the back?
0: Oh yeah, duh. Yeah.
3: Sammy or MJF goes into this whole thing like, Sammy, I think you're the best pillar. I think you're the you know you should be the heir apparent. You should be the guy to challenge me. But there's no way you're going to go through Jungle Boy, Darby, and me. So what you should do is I'll put you in the match, but you have to lay down. And Sammy's like, if you grow, paraphrasing, you know, I'm going to win. I'm going to become champion, blah, blah, blah. And then MJF says, here's a blink check, and I'll put you in the match, and you got to lay down, da, 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 da. And he writes some number and they act like, oh, my God, it's the biggest number I've ever seen. But I'll do it. And they hug it out. (laughs) This was all earlier in the show prior to the main event, which is Sammy Guevara versus Jungle Boy for the right to face Darby Allen next week for the right to face MJF for the title. At double or nothing. What a mess. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) absolute, absolute mess. And now you convoluted the whole thing by doing this thing with Sammy and MJF. And then what happens is, like we said earlier, Sammy comes out with Ty Mello. So now you took any opportunity of flipping Sammy baby to actually do baby versus heel, which makes me think this is probably going to be Darby versus MJF.
0: uh, I I disagree. I think they spoiled it. By doing this.
3: You think it's going to be Sammy?
0: Yeah. I, I think what's going to happen... I, well, first I thought he was going to write F.U. on the check.
3: That's what I thought,
4: too.
0: I, that's what I totally expected. Then when I saw them hug it out, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then I started thinking about it. It'll probably get... Sammy's going to use him to get into you, the main event.
3: The, or, or do you think they somehow still make it like a three or four way?
0: This is what I think is going to happen. Okay, they're gonna go they're it. gonna do they're gonna do like almost like a finger poke of doom. MJF's gonna finger poke him at the pay per view and he's gonna fall down and then he's gonna kick out it too. And MJF's gonna go what the fuck and he's just gonna beat the piss out of MJF and then win. I don't know if he wins. I hope. Not. I don't know what the finish is, but that's that's what I see happening and because I thought I like if they don't do that, then what is the point of doing this? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean like if Sammy loses but, but week, I'm going to go point? back to
3: the point I, I'm going to go back to, well, well, oh go right. ahead
0: say it. That, say it that's
3: a great point but that's where I'm going to go but by agreeing <laughs> to be his friend and agreeing to
4: this check he gets to the main event either way right
0: well if he so what's the match next week it's Sammy and Darby yeah Sammy and Darby okay so and, I, and,
3: well, well, so let's, let's just do this. So what happened is they have the match, which really means nothing because here's where we're at. MJF cheated to help Sammy win against Jungle Boy. So now Sammy is now facing Darby next week to get the spot in the match. But he basically said if you take this blank check, you're in the match. So do they muck it up and make it a three-way and then does Jungle Boy bitch and say, Oh, I got cheated.
0: All right, here, here's the here's the finish for next week's match. Ready? Okay. MJF's gonna go out and try and help Sammy to screw Darby to advance Sammy. Jungle Sting, Boy's gonna help now Sting's Darby. gonna come help okay. Darby and Sammy's gonna lose, and this was pointless. That's what's gonna fucking happen. Sting will come out to level the playing field, take out MJF. Darby wins. And we're gonna be talking next week going. So, what, so the what the he, fuck was all, the point right. of doing this?
3: So call <laughs> call the main event, call the well, I don't even know what this is the main event, but we'll call it the title match, main event, whatever it is.
0: Yeah.
3: Who is MJF gonna wrestle on double or nothing?
0: Uh I don't know if it's Darby or Jungle Boy.
3: Well, how is Jungle Boy gonna get back into it?
0: Well, he has the buy, doesn't he?
3: No, he lost, so he's out.
0: Oh, we yeah, the main event, duh, obviously, yeah. So, so the winner takes it, yeah. So it's going to be Darby. Darby yeah, MJF,
3: but, yeah, but the, didn't was it the deal?
0: If yeah, he's, but does MJF have that power over because he said I talked to no, but Con, re- my buddy, and he wants this tournament, right? Well,
3: well, go go back to what he said when he first became champion. He makes the rules for his title defenses. Right. And that's why he put uh, Danielson through that whole thing, blah, blah, blah.
0: Well, then why is Sammy... This is what I mean by mucking it up. So why is Sammy in a match next week against Arby?
3: Set the tournament before he made this deal. Right, so but next... But okay. next week,
0: we have a match between Sammy and Darby. So what's the point so of that?
3: So our whole conversation is why this is so ridiculous.
0: Exactly. But Listen
3: I'm gonna to what we're you, saying. <laughs> I'm going to give you my main event. Go I'm going to give you my main event. I think it's going to be a four-way. Okay. And I think you're on to something with, Sam, with MJF thinking Sammy's going to take a fall. And okay. he doesn't. Okay, but I don't think they're gonna do it in a way he becomes baby like they should, or like they should have already done. So and I do you- think, and I think, MJ, dude, none of these guys are being MJF. Let's be
0: no, honest. no, they're not.
3: Yeah, uh, and and it, and it goes back to what I was talking about before. I think what they're looking at is down the road you got Punk, down the road you got Omega, down the road you got I, I don't get it, but probably Page uh and moxley and jericho and whoever else right Mm -hmm. that's the way i think they i think that's the way they're looking at it and clearly none of those other three are ready uh sammy might be the most ready but none of them are ready
0: so let me ask you this how did they get to the four-way
4: Right there. Can you hear me?
0: Oh, there you are. Yep.
4: Oh, sorry. I accidentally muted my mic.
3: All okay. Right. So how this is how I think they get okay. to the four-way. Right. I now I don't know how they get Jungle Boy back in, but it's you know, whatever. They get Darby in by winning next week. They get Sammy in because MJF said if you side with me and agree to take a fall and sign this check, you're in the main event. So that's how you got to the only other way I could see it is jungle boy complains the con Khan. Khan puts him in the match could happen okay. or jungle boy gets involved this coming week. And for some reason that gets, they muck it up and make it. He's a, in the match or i don't know maybe maybe you listen you got you got a few weeks maybe Mm -hmm. mjf says all right jungle boy i'll give you a rematch with sammy who's already in the title match and if you beat him you get in you know you know what i'm saying like yeah Yeah. i i i just think i think they're headed for a four-way and i think it should be a four-way and I think you may – are they going to troll the finger, finger poke of Doom?
0: Maybe. I'm thinking maybe. Yeah. If they, if they go – if they take it that far, I think they're going to troll it.
3: Right. But I think having two other guys in that match helps them, like, one of them can, you know, get the save or – or, like you said, Sammy says, fuck you, I'm going to kick out. And then we have an actual four-way. I just think there's no – there's no way – you can make a case for one of the other three being the guy now. Like, I think the way they were headed, Sammy getting past the other two made a lot of sense. If he was going to turn baby and he hasn't been coming out with J S he hasn't had the J S opening to his, uh, whatever, you know, to his song. So I thought, okay, so he's going to break away from J S turn baby. Um, Listen, they broke up the pinnacle without ever breaking it up. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, dude, you care. know, you, you might be right. You might be right because if they, it, it would have been as simple as booking a four-way. You know, Khan could have just had Tony say, you know, oh, Tony Khan says it's a four-way at the pay-per-view. So right. why are they even doing a tournament? Yeah, you're probably what, right. What,
3: what, I, what I think it is, it's going to be – MJF is going to make it a four-way because for some reason he has to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be be stupid, and you're going to be like, this doesn't make any sense. Why the fuck are they doing this? But again, I'm going to go back to what I said a little while ago. Put all logic
0: to the side. Because the easy answer would be for Khan to say, I'm going to have a three-way match, and the winner is the number one contender to MJF. But they didn't do that.
3: Well, so there's a or, reason
0: they didn't do that.
3: Right. Or right. or there's there's another thing he could have done. We're gonna have a four-way between the pillars and then actually like make them all look strong going into the match. Like, <laughs> like like yeah. or or you know, I mean, listen, I know they've done it a million times, but it's almost like the MJF thing. Like, you need to we re- you need to win three matches in a row to get into this match, right? Mm-hmm. And then they all three win those matches right like like take takeshka uh,
0: call up Archer give him something to do take a job yeah right right, right. <laughs> and then
3: what you what you say is we're gonna put you all against the same three opponents right three different weeks and whoever has the best record gets into the match and then have them all win all three matches
0: by the way I have to shout out MJf for the <laughs> The promo? Did you catch up? Did you catch it when he dropped the playa line? He actually said we're we're gonna have a tournament player. Did he? Yes. Oh,
3: I missed it. I yes. missed it. That is <laughs> that is kind of funny.
0: That's great.
3: No, I, honestly though, if it was actually come on players, it would have been Sammy and MJF first versus, versus uh, yeah. <laughs> Darby and Jungle Boy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep, hundred percent.
3: All right, so I mean that's AEW. I think I think we'll uh, wrap it up here. Sounds good. Um, I hear. Hold on. I hear a weird noise in my
0: uh, headset here. Uh, Shit! My hello, my mic. Hello, hello,
1: hello, Anthony.
0: Anthony, bro, what? Who is who is this? You know who damn well who this is, Anthony. Oh,
3: wait a minute. I thought Edwards locked you out.
0: Well, I locked him out now. Oh, smart. Gov- I'm smart. From- I got it upstairs, Anthony.
3: You government people, I'll tell you. I'm not government, though.
0: So, I'm just so- a doctor. Yeah, you're a doctor. Yeah, okay. I'm a doctor. <laughs> so uh, why are you here? Why am I here? I'll tell you why I'm here. <laughs> got to give a shout out to my boy. He's probably on the bed right now. Under the knife, as we say, Anthony. That's doctor jogging. Say, you go under the knife. Got to give him the shout-out. I hope he's wearing the mask. There's fungus. I warned you guys about the fungus. You didn't believe me. Now it's on the news. There's fungus. You got to wear the mask.
3: Oh, is that is that why I see all these retards walking around with masks on, sale? So?
0: Retarded fungus <laughs> is spreading, Anthony.
3: Let me let me. In, in your heart of hearts, do you really think... White House wants your well
0: wishes? In my heart of hearts, my heart works. <laughs> okay.
3: Why? I'm surprised it does after all the shots. Did you take real shots or were they like.
0: You think oh, I took the saline. shot. You think I took the shot, right?
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm asking.
0: You can think that I took the shot. We'll leave it at that. My heart works. <laughs> White House, your heart don't work. You got the mama. I'm here to tell you. Trust in the science. Trust the science. The science will pull you out of the murmur <laughs> and you'll be fine. That's it. That's all I got, Annie. Oh, by the way, Anthony. That's it? I discovered Okay. What AR stands for. Okay. You know, you shoot these AR 15s whatever.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. You just...
0: like that, don't you? Yeah, I love them. Andy, <laughs> Anthony Rambo, cause you're Rambo with your machine gun. <laughs> So there you go, AR, Anthony Rambo, fifteen. Listen, Machine I'm not gonna, guns, assault rifles. That's you.
3: I'm not going to comment on firearms on a show you're on because I'll probably get raided by the ATF. But um, never I, know.
1: you could try
0: me, Anthony, but you
1: never know.
3: Yeah, you never know. You never know. All right, uh, Fauci. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, what do you think about um, pro wrestling? You know, i I've had we've had you on so many times. We yeah. we talk about masks and murmurs and viruses. What do you think about pro wrestling?
0: Right now I'll tell you this, Anthony. Okay. I was so glad to see on Dynamite that the Luchasaurus is back. You know why?
3: He wears a mask?
0: Where's the mask? <laughs> Total protection from the fungus. He's not gonna get a murmur. The guy is a hundred percent he's a true American. He's wearing the mask. Oh, you're such an asshole. <laughs> I'm the best, and you know
3: it. <laughs> All right. All right. So let me ask you a question. Uh,
0: Commander, too. Commander. He's a good one.
3: Um, Yeah, I'm sure you love Commander. Yeah, right around, along the lines. What do you think of Adam Page, Hangman?
0: Oh, I love the cowboy. He's such a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he shares the best. Yeah, he probably shared butterfly genes.
3: Uh Anyway. Um,
0: CM Punk is an asshole for what he did to the Hangman. Yeah.
3: <laughs> So, uh, what do you think about Tony Khan's bug eyes?
0: Well, Anthony, he might have a thyroid issue with the bug eyes.
3: It's <laughs> yeah, that, it definitely a thyroid issue.
0: It could be thyroid, but it could also be something else. Anthony. <laughs> I don't know if we should talk about that.
3: Do you like snow?
0: I love it when it snows, Anthony. <laughs> I love it when it snows.
3: All right. One more question, Fauci. I'll yeah. let you get out of here. Okay. Uh, Who should have won at WrestleMania, the uh, Travel Chief or Cody Rhodes?
0: Oh, Cody Rhodes, I think. Hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he had it.
3: That might have been the only good thing you said, you know, uh, in all the times we've had you on. All right, Fauci, uh, uh, any kind words for White House as he heads into uh, major surgery?
0: White House, as, as you head into surgery, listen to my voice. Are you listening to White House? (laughs)
1: Okay. <laughs> Probably turned <them> it off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. Annie, White House,
0: I mean White House, <laughs> White House. We can't wait to get you back. Three week recovery. Maybe you could do the podcast next week. We'll see what happens. Thoughts and pr- thoughts for you.
3: All right, one one more,
0: one more. No prayers, just the thoughts, because I'm a how, man of science, Anthony. you know what I'm saying?
3: Hollywood, are you there? Or did he totally but, cut off your mic? No, mind?
0: I'm here, I'm here.
3: Do you have anything for Fauci? You're always quiet when he's on.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, you cover it pretty well. I don't know what to say. You're usually <laughs> talking, you know?
3: And he, pro- he probably left anyway.
0: Yeah, there All he goes. Right. He's, he's walking. I don't know. I don't know where he's going. Yeah. Right. Jesus. You never know, dude. He he. Pops dude, in dude I thought I wants. thought
3: we were Fauci free tonight. You, so did you I. Had, you had me excited. You said you figured out. Ooh, we did a pre-production meeting. You said he had him locked out. And here, we go. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Once again. All right. At least we got it over with before I thought the show was over. Now I can actually do the show closing. With right. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> fucking jumping in. Uh, Hollywood. Final thoughts.
0: Final thoughts, uh, Impact good, WWE is questionable, AEW is, God, there's some good, there's some bad, there's some train wrecks, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what to say at this point, <laughs> but wrestling I'm, wide, I'm, ex-
4: yeah. I'm
0: excited wrestling-wise for Impact, actually, I want to see where Macklin goes, I want to see what happens with that, yeah. coming off a good pay-per-view, we'll see what happens.
3: Yeah, oh, you know what? One other thing I want to bring up about where we go—that mm. building they ran in, in Toronto was awesome.
0: Oh yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, the awesome
3: lighting, look. the balcony. Yeah. Um. Listen, they're not going to have the biggest crowds. We get it, but it, it, it they did a great job with that building and m- making the show feel special. Mm. Uh, so that was great. My final thoughts are this: I agree with everything's. Said as far as pro wrestling. Go New York Rangers. We're up 2-0 against the New Jersey Devils. So, I'll take that. And, once again, all kidding aside, want to send our uh, heartfelt um, well wishes and prayers to our Mm -hmm. boy White House. Uh, We love you, buddy. And uh, get better soon. And we look forward to having you back. Yes, sir. And, uh... Myself and Edwards will be back, you know, next week or the week after. We'll see how it all plans out. No promises. Especially <laughs> when it comes to us. Yep. But uh, we'll we'll be back shortly and uh, break down some wrestling for you. And, uh, I mean, probably we'll come back next week because as crazy as it sounds, I feel like we have to talk about this MJF pillar thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it should be better, but at least it's something to talk about. So uh, we'll go with that. And then uh, who knows what WWE will come with. And we'll keep an eye on the Macklin Aldis thing and everything else. Uh, be sure to keep an eye on Retromania Podcast Network. Uh, shout out Dave. Shout out Kobe. Uh, kicking out at two. Be sure to check it out. Dave does a great job. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get into some other things or pro wrestling. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll even do a retro segment from here, uh, just to do something different. But either way, we're going to get out of here tonight. Uh, cool truth, cool truth, podcast productions. Once again, retro Mania podcast network. I'm daddy. Cool. AC. He's Hollywood. Jeff Edwards for our brother. White house. We love you, buddy. Good night. Everybody
0: for white house. Nighty
1: night. Nighty night.